don't think they were white hot. I think they were more like ice cold. They certainly were. As in the icy sleeve. <laughs> got one of them icy sleeves or maybe got the icy patch. Whatever. Yeah, they didn't have much somewhere. last night. Well, that's the way it goes, you know. It was good, though. I was able to leave at the half and get a good night's sleep. Well, that's excellent. You need it. Anybody gets up at that hour of the morning can't be afford to be out late watching some stupid basketball game. Whatever. <laughs> watching yeah. and his icy sleeve. So what's going on today? Just another day in paradise. Sunny, not a cloud in the sky. It's going to be 70 today. It's just, uh, oh, man, it's like uh, God's day, as they say. That's Damn God. Yeah, that, that kind of God. So did, uh, did the suit get filed? Oh, we filed yesterday at 4.15. I filed a $422 trillion lawsuit. Now, actually, what we discussed on here yesterday is a good idea. We're going to file a class action suit. Yeah. And we're going to let the audience uh, sign on so that they can all get a piece, you know? They can all wet their beak. I mean, they can, <laughs> they can yeah, share a piece. It. Yeah, that's right. Well, why the hell not? They're the ones that are being deprived. Especially, we're, we're, in fact, we're filing $2 million on each of the fart sounds, just on the fart sounds alone. Really, stop and think about it. Here's somebody who's like the legal beagle who's uh, totally unqualified, doesn't even own a radio probably, uh, and, uh, and she's making decisions about it. She's trying to sandbag this show. And what kind of a company hires an attorney that's trying to sandbag their top-rated show on one of their most important properties? Only a bunch of uh, clampets, I guess. Banjo Boy Group, Inc. Did you see the story in New York uh, about Howard Stern? Yeah, I got in my pile here. Yeah, well, what a surprise. You know, his, his ego just leaves yeah, me with him. Yeah, exactly. That's you what know? it's about. He's, a, he's playing to about 20% of the audience, or 10% of the audience he used to have. Not only that, but now the excuse is, oh, he wants to compete with the longtime enemies, Opie and Anthony, since they're on satellite and also going to be on regular terrestrial radio. Yeah. Uh, enough of that. The guy just got a $250 million bonus in January. What the hell? What do you need, Howie? What the hell do you need to feed that big, fat ego? To feed his beak? God, the only, yeah. The only thing bigger than his schnoz is that ego. It just makes me nauseous. I can understand if there was something there to back it all up, and I know I got a lot of stern people listening to me who go, "Oh, gee, you hear that, Neil's uh, too bad." I don't, I don't find him. Uh, he hasn't said anything funny in 15 years. Talk about living on uh, BS and, and hype. I, you know, I give him that though. Every time he farts, man, the whole world is sniffing the air. Oh man, Howard just did it again. Yeah, you know, it's just, just amazing to me. Yeah, that, that's that's the secret to success is the the master of hype. So what are we going to do about this place? I don't know. How did the survey came come out yesterday on the uh, crossover? No, oh, that was on yesterday. That was over the weekend. Oh. Well, you're you're out of touch. Man. I heard I'm you giving the results. I thought it was. I thought that no, was. No, they like it. They like it a lot. Okay. And I mean, we like it because it kills a lot of good time. People tell me they love it. I mean, I run into people who say they. Yeah, they're just sucking up. You know, that's how people always are. Oh, man, that, that's a great idea. No matter what it is, if they hate it, they're not going to. Are they going to tell you that? Well, they would just bring up the crossover. Do they? Yeah. And why is that? Who, who are guess... these people? Name me one besides Phil Saltzman. Name I don't know one. their names. Oh, just just generally. Oh, Vic Stockton, he likes it. Oh, well, that, that's the good case against it there. Let's stop talking right now. <laughs> oh, man. Billy that's Kilmer you... likes it. Billy Kilmer. Yep. Oh, my God, what an old hack he was. He wanted seventeen. Wasn't he number 17? Yes. Wow. Now, who was the other? No, don't tell me. Who was the other Redskin quarterback in that era? They had two quarterbacks. Sonny Jurgensen. Sonny Jurgensen. Boy, oh, you said oh, don't yeah. tell you. Good old Red. I'm sorry, I wasn't supposed Guy's to tell Guy's named you. Red. Let's see. There's uh, Tom Durkin is old Red. Although, I don't know why, because he doesn't have red hair. Durkin. No. But they call him old Red. I didn't know that. Oh, here's another one for the poll today, George. The rudest thing people do, speak in Spanish in public. I already added it. Did you really? Good, good yeah. one. Good. That, that'll go zooming to the top. Sure. That's part of the spanophobia of South Florida, man. Speak in English, speak in English. 
Anyway, can we get back to what I just said before? That was the provocative thing about what the hell we're going to do. Maybe a hitman, I still think, is the only suggestion. What are we going to do about Bozo the Clown in there? Anyway, it's 10.03. <laughs> what the hell's your story? Don't start being a wimp. Don't start wimping. You're not going to get no uh, suspensions, no Pat Venezuelas. Okay. What are we going to do? How is he still riding, man? I just I don't don't get it. And and very well, too. He's he wins like, a lot of races. You know, it's, uh, of course, he, he's dead now, but he's like a Steve Howe. Of, of horse racing. How many times was Hal suspended, remember? Yeah, he had more lives than the ever-ready cat. Until recently. Yeah, him and Barry Bonds. What a disgrace. I, I still love that banner, man. Babe Ruth did it on hot dogs and beer. That is so beautiful. And Hank Aaron did it on class. Yeah, that's right, and talent. Hank Aaron did it on class and talent, and in spite of the fact that he was a dark-complected. But you were a Pittsburgh Pirate fan for a long yes, time. Yes, I was, for, all, for a long, long time. Were you yeah. a Pirate fan when Bonds was playing there? No. You kidding me? You were a Cubs fan then. Yes. Okay. Now, I was a Pirates fan from like '60 to '79. Uh, Dick Stewart and Rocky Nelson and Bill Mazeroski and Bob Skinner and Roberto Clemente and Bob Friend and Vernon Law, the Deacon and Freddie Green in the bullpen. Elroy Face, Dick Grote, Dick Grote. That's right. Uh, uh, Don Hoke, who um, had a little premature uh, death, killed himself. Oh, Smokey Burgess, he was one of our favorites. See, us fat people, we always like the fat guy. <laughs> yeah, it's true, isn't it? Yep. I always like uh, Cannon was my favorite detective show. Why is the fat guy? Why not? Why not? Cannon. You know. Yeah, with, with, with William Conrad. Yeah. Now, who the hell was William Conrad? Who did he play on radio? Can you tell me that? Wasn't he? Uh, yes. I, I do know that. Gunsmoke. Yeah. Matt Dillon. Uh, how about uh, Burr? Raymond Burr. Did you like that yeah, character? He was, he was fat, yeah, and he was also gay. But that's beside the point. Boy, you know, uh, your buddy couldn't... Harry Mason was gay? Yeah, everybody yeah, even, even Ironside. Yeah. He was doing wheelies all over the place. <laughs> Raymond Burr. What am I hearing out there? Wait a minute. I'm hearing noises now. It must be, it must be senility. No, no sir, it must be the maid in, in the room next, in the place next door. God. We're making so much noise, you illegal alien. God. No, they are. All the maids in this building are illegal aliens. Believe me. Same in my building. Mm-hmm. It's the American effing way, man. It's going around. So I don't know what the hell we're going to do about these people. I just, uh, you know, tomorrow's payday for me, so I just really don't care anymore. Just yeah, do the best we can, that's take all. Take the checks. I, I would take the money. I would just, I'd bleed them for every, see, in your case, I mean, what do you got to worry about? This is like a secondary gig to you. You got ESPN, ABC, you got, uh, you know, you got whatever you want. Vegas. You can go out there and do a national show from Vegas every day. What an that's interesting suggestion. Yeah. Well, don't you think that's a good idea? What an interesting suggestion. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what does that mean? It just, we'll something talk. Going, something going on that we don't know about yet? I don't know. Yeah. Hank's going to Vegas to do a national sports <laughs> gambling show. Oh, man, that was good. <laughs> All right, we just broke it. You're the one with the breaking was, news. Uh, well, we just broke a big story. When does this uh, start? That's correct. When, when does this start? Well, I have another year after this. Yeah. Oh, in other words, after this, you're going to Vegas and do your show there. That sounds good. It's crossed well, my how mind. About, I'll tell you what. You can do your show from Vegas. I'll do my show from uh, Fallsview in Niagara Falls. Well, I'd like that. And we could hook up. Well, Josh and George are hooking up tonight. They're, George is taking Josh for his birthday uh, tonight to the melting pot for his 23rd birthday. He's taking him to the melting pot and then where? Home. That's it? Well, his wife is waiting. Well, I don't like him in that way. I didn't mean that. In what way? Well, well I know you anywhere get, after the melting. One of those places where you do shows from appearances from George. Yeah, well, we'll take our, our women there place. too. Okay, we're gonna go lap dances for the girls. It's not a bad thing. 
No, it's oh, a good thing. Here's one for the poll today. Chewing well, food with their mouth open. I, I think it's... That's John in South Carolina. He's just been in the woods too long. John, get out of the woods, okay? Get with, get with the program. Yeah, I'm still waiting to see this new guy do something, you know? You know what I mean? Just do something. I guess I guess he's still living on the fact that he paid off Mo to go away. I guess he's going to make all the rest of us happy. So we can get that point nine and the point five in there between 2 and 4. That was quite an accomplishment. Just when you think you can't get any lower, we're doing like fractions. In, in my life, you know, except for when WNWS first went on the air... You know, our first few months, because uh, not only that, we had a horrible signal. But except for that, I don't think I ever worked on a station that had, like, fractions in any hour, you know, during the daytime when people are awake. I, I can't recall anything like that. Three in the afternoon is 0.5 on this radio station. How do you do that? How do you do that? I don't I guess, know. I guess you run the revolving dough between two and four, and you put a lot of that kind of sound on here. Oh, brother. Fingernails on the blackboard. Oh, I threatened I was going to play that eight sounds. I'm going to play that today. I'm going to start with that. Eight sounds that you hate. Because that should be in there, too. There's number nine. <laughs> yeah, as Reaper says, that's number nine. <laughs> well, it is. Nobody wants to hear that. Oh, man. People scream at me about that. Well, what is that? What kind of sound is that you guys got on there? And I say squeaky. Remember squeaky from? Sure. Try to assassinate your old Ford. Those are the days, man. 60s. See, that, that's why, like, like the Neil Young thing, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to go out and buy the, uh, C, the CD and play the music and protest music. I know, well, why even bother? The public isn't like that anymore. It's the 60s, look at the difference between the people in the 60s and the people now. They, they're just indifferent. They don't, there's no way to get them whipped up about anything except something a freebie or something, you know, maybe a free gallon of gas. They, they just don't care about anything. That's like the movie uh, with Dustin Hoffman and Barbara Streisand and Robert De Niro. Did you see the movie? Well, I, movie I, I, I can't say it on oh. the air. Meet the... Whoever. Oh, the Fockers? Yeah, that was it. Yeah, you can say that. It's the name uh, of a movie. Anyway, the scene where Dustin Hoffman is standing under well, the why guys. Why would I see that? Because there was, there was one, because it's funny. And there was one scene in that movie where Dustin Hoffman lies down in front of Robert De Niro's RV, and he's protesting. But uh, I say that because you don't see that kind of reaction to things anymore. No. No, everybody's indifferent. They're just, uh, you know. They've been beat up so much. They just like remember the um, speech that uh, Faye Dunaway made as Diana in Network, where she's talking sure. about the American public has shot up. They've effed themselves limp and blah blah blah, and they just uh, you know they just given up. So they need somebody to articulate the popular rage. Well, President Bush is in the area. Yeah, I see that. They need somebody to articulate the popular rage, President Bush. Crime is mad as hell, but I'm not going to take this anymore. Oh! That would be a good speech. Howard Beale. Yes, that's who we need. Can you believe that Josh didn't... Maybe now that he's turned 23 and becoming almost an adult, he can watch it again and might enjoy it and understand it. If that isn't one of the top five movies of all time, then my name is Ish Kabibble. My name is Mortimer Snurd. My name is Bert Tilstrom. Remember Bert Tilstrom? Sure. Kukla Fran and Ollie. With Fran Allison. Boy, are we old. Well, you know something? I, have, I make no apologies for that. I like Kukla Fran and Ollie. You did? Yeah, and I like Beulah the Witch. And I like the... What was the... I like Paul Winchell and Jerry Mahoney. I used to have Paul Winchell on my show as a guest on the phone at INZ. He, he wrote a he was a um, he was really an atheist, but he didn't have the balls to call himself that. So he had this uh, book he wrote about your personal apocrypha. Well, that was just a bunch of double talk for being an atheist. But he was he was a pretty interesting guy. Yeah, I heard him on your show years ago. You did? Yep. And then well, he died, so I don't think we'll be having him back. He died. He died. It's going around, you know. It's an epidemic. When I die, I'm going to have them bury my ashes at Woodbine, not out in the racetrack, but like right inside, right by the good machine. Well, now that I'm tight with the general manager up there, I can arrange it. 
You know, I'll tell you, you know which one is a good machine? What's that? Whichever one is paying when you're playing it. That's, that's a good right. machine. Yeah, that's correct. That's true. That is absolutely correct. I, I always laugh when I hear these people, oh, that's a real good machine. Well, yeah, because you're winning on it now, you idiot, or somebody's winning on it. It's a good machine. What, what does that mean? God. It's like saying, oh, boy, that's a really good horse. Uh, yeah, because he just won a race and you cashed a ticket. Maybe it's the only race he's going to win all year for all you know. Just like that Barbaro. I don't think he's going to win no triple crown. That's I what happened to Giacomo last year. Never won another race. 50 to 1, man. Well, he was, of course, he wasn't, I mean, Barbaro was a quality horse. Giacomo was like glue factory material. Yep. He only won because the rest of it, by default, because the rest of the field Everybody else fell down. Stiffs, that's right. Oh, don't say everybody fell down. That's bad. I remember, tell, I remember telling you that, and it's a true story. I'm watching the, the races on the racing network that one day. This is maybe, uh, I don't know, a year ago. And this horse, uh, thoroughbred racing, and the horse is six lengths ahead in the stretch. And I, the thought crossed my mind, the only way this horse can lose is if he falls down. And he suddenly swerved to the left and ran into the, uh, ran into the rail and uh, fell down. I, 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 you know, I felt guilty about that, like I did it. You know what I mean? Yep. That's the power of... Oh, God! Put the, put the canary on him. Kind of like what uh, Clarabelle's done to all of us, destroying three careers. I'll, I'll tell you one thing, at least he's spreading it around, though. <laughs> No, no, he is. He's destroying all of our careers. Nice going, Joe. You're a hell of a guy, man. You're really doing it. When is he going to get off his ass? I, you know what I want you to do? Because you got the clout, man. You're big. You're fat. You're heavy. You're like, uh, you know, you're. What's legendary. that have to do with clout? No, it, it, it look like Luke well, Brown. You want me to go sit Luke on Brunson, him? Well, that's a good idea. Maybe I have some ideas. No, I want you to go in there and just pound your uh, fist on the desk and just start screaming, "Do something!" You know, do something. God, quit being Mister Namby Pamby. Do something, brother. But my, but my real advice is just like I always told, just take the money. Screw I like that idea better. Yeah. No, just screw them. I, you know, I gave you, I gave you and Mad Dog the best advice several years ago, and I, if I would just stick to that, I'd live a lot longer. Just, yeah. just take the money in the bank. Relax, cash the yeah, check. It's not our it's not our problem. They're the ones that wrote all these big fat contracts and screw the whole place up, and that's their problem. Let them worry about it. That's what they're getting paid to do. We're getting paid to show up every day and do the best we can. We and I'll tell you one thing: we're sure doing better than two to four, the revolving dough. And today we got Bo. But then the rest of the week we got, as the Chinese say, we got tourists the rest of the week. <laughs> oh, brother. Wow. That child. That is just. Of course, at least he's got that hockey expertise. How about those Sabres? Oh! Beat Ottawa two in a row right there in Ottawa, man. Ottawa's going down. But Carolina's putting it to the devil. Carolina's, huh? I love that. Now, all the teams I like are winning now. I'm, I'm real happy to see that. Teams I'm rooting for. But uh, wouldn't that be something if BM gets swept, just like his predecessor, JM, Jack Martin the Frog, got the. Uh, Always in the playoffs, the big choke in Ottawa, you know. The spokesman, Brian Murray, wouldn't that be something if they got swept by the Sabres? It's already 10-14. I think it's already past my uh, third break. You only killed enough time here. That's good. That's the idea, man. Kill the time. Take the money to the bank. That's, <laughs> that's it. That's it. That's right. That's what we're doing. And we make no bones about it. At least we're honest about it. We don't give a crap if, uh, you know, if they get like a point one. That's their problem. They're the ones who made the problem. We're not getting paid to be problem solvers. We're being paid to be a broadcaster. <laughs> Like Lenny Martez and the Crow and people like that. Well, listen, have a great day. You too. And I see you on again tomorrow. Yes, I'm here all week. All week? All five days? All five days. Oh, my God. I'm writing this down on my wrist. <laughs> see you tomorrow. See you. The views expressed on the previous programs are those of the host, guests, and Oh, look and at that long bit. I can't play that eight the sounds, sounds right off the bat. Yeah. Staffed advertisers for agencies. Sports Radio. I wonder if you get to play it. Happy birthday to Josh Cordes. We're back with Judge Judy Scheinlum. You're one of my favorite people. Thank you, sir. St. Louis, hello. Hi, Mary. Hi. 
text Judy. Do you ever pay for sex? Sure. You pay. Oh, absolutely. And I don't think it makes any difference. Philadelphia, hello. Judge Judy, how's the prostate? Spectacular. Oh, good. So it hasn't given you any more trouble. Right. Great. Uh, listen, my dad says you used to be a linebacker for the Oakland Raiders. It's true. Mm -hmm. Wow. How many seasons did you play in the NFL? Uh, two. Los Angeles as we continue the calls for Judge Judy. Hello. Judge Judy, I saw in the tabloids that you starve and torture little kids in your basement. Is that true? Yes. How? Could you stop to? I, well, How? Larry, I think that we're not doing enough to uh, abuse the children. Okay, what about you, Larry? What do you do in your spare time? Uh, troll the internet for sex. Beautiful. What the hell is wrong with you two? You're supposed to be role models. That. Yeah. That. <laughs> hey, man. It's a 10:17 already. Gee, let's go home, man. Wow, this is shocking. Hey. Well, I got to do. Uh, we might do two breaks side by each. You know, I just discovered the other day. Um, uh, they all say that here. That's a Canadian thing. Side by each. Yeah, I thought it was just uh, that track announcer used to be at Woodbine. I thought it was a Frank Salive. I thought he was the one that just said side by each. They all. That's a Canadian thing, eh? They don't say side by side. They say. Don't you remember that famous song, Side by Each? Nope. Hey, once again, everybody's feeling the pinch of the gas pump. The good folks at Dial-A-Mattress, 1-800-MATTRESS, want to help you through this a little bit, a wee bit. Dial-A-Mattress is offering you a free tank of gas. Here's how it works. You simply take the full amount of any gas received off your next mattress purchase, up to 10% of the purchase. Spend 35 bucks at the gas pump, take 35 bucks off any purchase of 350 bucks or more. Spend 50 bucks at the pump, take 50 bucks off any purchase of 500 or more. You'll need your gas receipt to save that cash. Why drive all over town wasting gas, skip the mall and furniture stores and so-called giants in the mattress business for the best deal, call 1-800-MATTRESS right now and save a ton of cash. As always, you'll choose the date and time you're delivered within a two-hour window that's convenient for you any day, seven days a week from 8 in the a.m. to 10 in the b.m. And when you call our good friends at Dial Mattress, like I've been doing for a very, very long time, 1-800-MATTRESS, you'll choose from the area's largest inventory of the top names in the mattress business. Sealy, Inserta, Simmons & King Coil, Tempur-Pedic, and Stearns, Bananas, Foster. So call 1-800-MATTRESS right now. You can be sleeping on a great new mattress as soon as tonight. Or log on to their website, mattress.com. 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S. Leave off the last S because it stands for Savings and Spokesman. This is Neil Rogers. Rock solid. This is 560 QAM. You get a lot of it. All right. Neil Rogers on Sports Hole Radio WQAM. Oh! I think you are. Rectum. Eight sounds that you hate. But I'm an idiot, and I think they're really great. I doubt that you can handle one or two, much less all eight. Eight sounds that you hate. The men from the boys, they will surely separate. I'll tell you what they are. Guaranteed you'll go. I like fingernails on a blackboard. When people crack their necks or their knuckles. When I rub styrofoam together, that just makes me chuckle. <laughs> Eight sounds you can't stand, which you could tolerate if you were half the man I am. Add to the list of eight a fork and a knife. 
Scraping on a plate. Scraping on a plate. Scraping on a plate. Here's one I really love. You might want to try it. Give me feedback in my headphones. Oh yeah, that's more like it. A little more, little more over there, little more. Yeah, hey, sounds so unique. Ow. Now let's review so you can really, really freeze. Fingernails on a button. When people crack their neck or their knuckles, rub and styrofoam together. Cause it makes me chuckle. I like brand new sneakers on a gym floor. Raising an aluminum window. When I get into drilling my molars, that makes me say bingo. My boy singing on his record. Utensils on fine china. If these sounds give you the shivers. That makes you a whiner. Hey, you go nuts if someone bites their fork like this. Cause I love it. Here, I'll do it again. Do you have a nervous system left? How about the squeegee wiping a window while I crack my neck? <laughs> Suffer, you wimps. Suffer, wimps. Oh, wait. I got one more. 1024 WQAM. Boy, it's almost time for the next break. I'll tell okay. you one thing, man. They may not have the programming straightened out, but thanks to that great new guy, we got Chris Jones, the new sales manager. We got spots up the ass. <laughs> They're not too comfortable. Which is usually a sign of some very uh, serious disease, by the way. Oh, bad news from Iraq. Violence killed at least 34 people, including a U.S. soldier, as efforts to finish choosing the new cabinet bogged down in a web of conflicting interests today. More bad news, Delarac. Officials said Iraqi parties may look outside Parliament to find candidates for some key posts. Wait till you hear this. One lawmaker said outgoing Deputy Prime Minister Ahmed Chalabi, that notorious gangster and crook, former Pentagon favorite, had been mentioned to head the Interior Ministry. Wow, wouldn't that be great? Mm. In a separate statement, uh, the U.S. command said one American soldier was killed, another wounded during a clash Sunday near Talafar, 260 miles northwest of Baghdad. Another American soldier was killed when a roadside bomb struck a military convoy today southeast of Baghdad. These two U.S. fatalities raised to at least 2,421 the number of U.S. military members who have died, yada, yada, yada. So we're getting real close to 2,500. Maybe that's the number that's going to get the public all whipped no. up. I doubt it. No. Well, one of them things. WQAM, Nutline, hello. Hey, Neil, how are you? Okay, sir. I would just like your comment, if you wouldn't mind, on the president this morning visiting the uh, BCC library and encountering a citizen, an elderly citizen, sitting in a wheelchair. And President Bush's response to greeting him was, Wow, you look mighty comfortable sitting there. Really? That's our president. Uh-huh. This so, guy's sounds to me like a wimp and a gimp is what it sounds like to me. Anyway, can we move on? It was uh, not to entertain. I mean, well, you know, why keep picking on the poor president's approval rating, by the way, has reached a new low, 31%. All right. In fact, pretty. that sounds to me like... About 30, man. Wow. And the disapproval rating has reached an all-time high of 65%. Here's the poll result from yesterday before we do the next break. Well, I, you know, see, that crossover backs us up, and I, I like the crossover. I don't care what you say. Another break already? Yeah, yeah that's coming up, Drewzy. All right. I'm getting a little drowsy from that Drewzy. You know what I'm saying? Uh, no. Other than Bush and Cheney, the aforementioned W, which government-type person do you mistrust the most? 
They're all crooks, 752. That seemed to be the overwhelming winner. Donald Rumsfeld, Hermann Goering Jr., 386. Mr. Ha, ha, ha. Everything's a big joke. He reminds me of our General Mangler. Ha, ha, ha. Kind of like Rimmer. Ha, ha, ha. Uh, Jeb Bush, 188, your fat-ass governor, with his devious plans to subvert the will of the electorate. How's that uh, bullet train coming, by the way? Oh, it's like a bullet. Uh, Hillary Clinton, 123, the ice princess. Boy, I'm really nervous about her. You got me very concerned. And everything else I'm reading got me concerned, too. Mm-hmm. Condo Leaser, 110. 110. Hey, Condo. You fairy. Alberto V.O. 5 Gonzalez. See the big drop-off here, only 46. They don't even know who the hell that is. They think he's somebody you smear in your hair. John McCain, 37. That number ought to start going up real if you did a little homework. I hate this poll, 28. And John Negropati, 24, who's probably the most evil of anybody on that list. But what do they know? They don't know no Negroponte. The butcher of the Honduras. Bald head. Always be uh, very wary of a big bald-headed guy that looks like uh, some kind of an assassin. That's what he looks like to me. Today's poll is, uh, is a wiener. Today's poll, although I don't know if we're going to make the 1,000. We've got a late start about 2 a.m. this morning. You'll notice there aren't very many bedtime stories on there, and I could claim that I did that as a birthday gift for Josh so he didn't have to work too hard because I know he'd be out getting smashed last night on the, uh, you know, oh, his uh, birthday. Oh, I know that's why you did it. Well, okay, i got news for you. There's got to be 140 stories on there today. I'm going to put stories on there from the Weekly Reader. How do you like that? And they all better be there tomorrow. No, I, I, I think it was by accident. There's no question, but it turned out to be a nice gesture. Is it? You know, I'll take credit for it. And jo- uh, George is taking Josh to the melt to the pot tonight for a nice uh, birthday dinner, which right. I think is a real sweet thing to do. Melt them in the pot. Well, that's nice. Yes, it is. You know, sometimes it's things you can't see that are really bad for you. In South Florida, for 28 years, Dry Concepts is absolutely the best at dry cleaning your carpets. I've been using them for over 21 years in my homes. I wouldn't dream of letting anybody else smear with my carpets. When you dry clean your carpets, you can clean today and entertain tonight because they're dry so fast like in just a couple of hours. Carpets stay cleaner longer, too, with no sticky residue left behind. And with over 50,000 satisfied customers, you know, you've got a lot of company, folks who really love dry concepts. And don't forget, dry concepts are also the experts in water damage restoration. Keep that in mind during the hurricane season. Certified technicians get you out of the mold zone in just minutes, not days. And Dry Concepts can get your home or business dry within 24 to 72 hours. It's guaranteed. And speaking of guarantees, don't forget they give you a written guaranteed price right up front before they start the job, and they live up to it every time. And to top it all off, Dry Concepts is a state-of-the-art oriental rug cleaning plant, the only one that exists in South Florida, right on site. That's dedicated to keeping your expensive area rugs looking like you just bought them brand new. So do yourself a big favor next time you need these folks. Call Dry Concepts today, toll-free, 1-800-248-5071. That's 1-800-248-5071. Be sure and tell them that ancient Neil told you to call or on the Wicked Web, dryconcepts.com. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. Casting program. I urge everyone to complain to this station. Are you a terrorist who's tired of paying outrageous prices for your tools of wanton destruction? Then come to crazy Ahmed's discount terrorism warehouse. Hey, even though you're a deranged Islamic fundamentalist killing machine, you still know a bargain when you see one. All weekend long, it's a big car bomb blowout spectacular. Buy a car packed with over 1,000 pounds of explosives. Get free air conditioning. Because when you're getting ready to drive into a building and blow your head off, you want to be cool and comfortable. How can I do this? I'm crazy, just like you. Today only, buy one ski mask, get five free. Available in black, red, turquoise, and dope. Because when you're confronting the great Satan known as the United States, you want to look sharp. Pipe bombs? We got the pipe bombs. 
pipe bombs spread for so much shrapnel, your evil American targets will be whistling Dixie off the other side of their ass. Buy one pipe bomb, get a set of brass knuckles free. Perfect for the next time you catch your wife without her veil. Cover your face, flesh beaming, Jennifer Slut! So come to Crazy Ahmed's discount terrorism warehouse, where we're declaring holy war on prices. Praise Allah! Oh, now, this fact you just sent me, I noticed it wasn't my bad, because I spelled flaunt the correct way, but Eric had a little bit of a uh, brain fart there. He's got F-A-L-U-N-T, flaunt. I hate when people flaunt their wealth. You got a bad spelling there, Eric, on flaunt. Get with it, idiot. What's the hardest, uh, the uh, hardest, the rudest thing people do? 529 votes on the poll. Cell phone abuse, 153. It's all over the place. Very rude. In a restaurant, in a movie theater, in a whatever the situation. Using the cell phone inappropriately right in front of your face, and it's ringing loud. Get out of here. Cut the crap. Cell phone abuse, 153. Like the idiots at the uh, sporting events who have to talk to each other on their cell phones and are waving, Hey, hi, Harry. Oh, get a life. Cutting in line, 101, which is a South Florida pastime. That's one of their favorites. Elbowing their way in line. Or is that online? Peeing on the toilet seat, 83. God, I hate that. You walk into a public uh, tea room and you go to t- Well, first of all, why, why would, uh, you know, you certainly don't want to sit down there, right? Right. Well, no, I know some guys who always put uh, toilet paper on a seat in the public. Yeah. I, I, huh? That is so... You know what that is? That's, gay. Yeah. Yeah. Only a pansy does that. Somebody really, oh, I'm going to catch something. Off. You're not going to catch anything off a toilet seat. Peeing on the toilet seat, 83, you know? I got a great idea. Lift the toilet seat, or just work on better yeah, aim. With your foot. Better aim would be good. Peter North would teach you. He's a straight shooter. Speaking Spanish, thirty-one. We just put that on there, and it's zooming up. Oh, I told you. Farting in public, thirty-one. Especially like in an elevator, or online in the supermarket, or at the uh, near near a good machine man. Oh, oh. I, got, I didn't want to think about it. You can just imagine the experiences okay. I've had. I just can't deal with it. Uh, stealing parking spaces, that's bad. We got about 30, man. 30 said that. Falunting their wealth, 28. We don't like when people falunt their wealth. People who uh, don't return phone calls, 27, like Greg Reed. People who just shine you, avoid you, run and hide. That, I guess as a child, that was probably Greg's favorite game, hide and seek. Or maybe his favorite game yeah. was bury the, like, like a dog, bury the... Uh, they like that in Iraq these days. Being loud while people are sleeping, 26. I hate this pool, 19. Picking your nose in public, 5. And burping in public, solamente trace. <laughs> So anyway, somebody, uh, one of our real chronics, faxed and said, I hate it when people flaunt their wealth. It's spelled, spelled on your website. He pointed that out. Thanks for pointing out Eric's bad mistake. It's embarrassing. But I really hate it when they drive at or below the speed limit on the left lane. I think that's a good one. Driving slow in the left lane. Yeah. Good. Okay, we'll get, let's get it on there. Drive, Another, of course, in South Florida. I mean, right. that's, just, that's commonplace. That's a oh, sport. there's something wrong with that? I'm just trying to be a safe driver. Mm, and, and, and invariably, it's somebody over the age of 100, you know, who's sitting on four phone books. Who's terrified? Let me let me tell you right now. Other than inebriated, other than stoned off their ass, the other worst drivers are scared drivers. No, and most women are terrified drivers, so most women shouldn't be driving in the first place. I, I don't want to sound sexist or anything like that, but it's true. Most women are scared to death in a car. Uh, WQIM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, you know what I really hate when you're at a checkout register and the person in front of you is trying to you know pay their bill and. Uh... They're on the phone, they're, and they're not paying attention to cashiers they're trying to, you know, communicate with them. That's really uh-huh. annoying. Uh-huh. And another thing, you, um, it, didn't Rush get his anal warts from sitting on a toilet seat, he claims? Yeah, I think so. I do believe that, yeah. I, I think he needs to come out That's of the all, closet. Well, he kept the, every time he stood up, them oxys kept falling out. <laughs> five six seven oh five sixty. That's bad. Pound 560 on the Verizon Singular wireless line. Hey, Rush, warts new, man. Pick it on poor Rush. 
WQAM, hello. QAM. Hey, I have a comment on that uh, left-hand lane. These, these people driving left-hand lane causes that road rage. I mean, you're just trying to get by them, and it's just it's unbelievable. These They're the ones assaulted. that cause all the accidents. They're not in most of them, but they cause them all, yeah. Yeah, I believe so. I really, you know, they got their heads I think there. I think Please. over the age of, like, 60, take everybody's license away. I don't need one anyway. I'm not driving no more. Take the, Everybody over the age of 60, we're taking your license away this week. We're yanking it. Do you think that's a good idea? It's an excellent idea. Unfortunately, I don't, if I never drove again, even though I love my Corvettes, I don't. It's of no, you know, guy like me anyway. I'd have a limo guy driving me around all the time. What the hell do I need to be driving for? That's right. my life in South Florida. Well, on those rare occasions when I'm there, and I sure as hell am not going to have no car here, not with four dollar a gallon gas. How the hell can I, I mean? Can you imagine? That's like sixty five bucks to fill up your tank. That's sixty five bucks a woodbine will last me what, like two three minutes on a bad machine, man. Let's see, did he change that? Uh, yeah, he, nice job, Eric, right away. He gets embarrassed when you catch him on and bad spelling things. Because unlike, uh, unlike Josh, who doesn't know how to spell these things, Eric knows how to. He just, you know, it was a typo. What was that one that Josh had that one day? It was just, oh, I, I should write these down. <laughs> you, should you, know, you, book. you had one one day that was just so sensational. It was just, I, 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 of course, it slips my feeble mind, but it was, it was a beautiful thing. Although I do remember Floyd Venable Jr. See, things that are of absolutely no importance. i got to blow mine. No, yeah, I do. Knows that was what I was going to say. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Oh. <laughs> mm. Yummy? Chunky? Wow. I was thinking about having Chinese for lunch. That's a little inside story from, from Woodbine. God. Anyway, what's the worst thing you ever did growing up that drove your mom crazy? Want to make up for it this Mother's Day Sunday? Let her know that you turned out okay and send an original Vermont teddy bear. She'll really appreciate it. She'll receive a beautiful bear made in Vermont, delivered to home or work with a free card and gourmet caramels in a colorful gift box. And you can only get them by calling a friendly bear counselor toll-free at 1-800-829-BEAR or by shopping online at vermontteddybear.com. They'll help you tailor a bear just for your mom or wife, like the nurse bear, teacher, businesswoman, or gardening bear. So she'll know you really put some thought into your gift this year. They even have a new uh, barefoot and pregnant bear for those moms-to-be. And be sure to check out the new all-American mom dressed in a patriotic sundress and holding an apple pie. And for all you mom, I wonder if it's got cheese on it, maybe a little uh, vanilla ice cream, too, on the side. And for all you mama's boys out there, you've got to send a mama's boy bear with a heart-shaped mom tattoo on his arm. They've got so many different uh, ideas for you, they keep adding every year. And, dads, it's your job to get your wife a gift from the kids, and the mother in cup set is a great idea, as it always is. Add as many cubs as you need. They'll embroider your kids' names right on the outfits. Or tell your wife that they'll still think she's a hottie and send her the yummy mummy bear dressed in lingerie, even if she looks like Rosie O'Donnell. Sending a Vermont teddy bear is so much more personal and fun than flowers, which are dead in just a few hours, and Vermont teddy bears are guaranteed for life. So send something new and different this year. You can even deliver her bear to the office so she can brag about you to her coworkers. It works like magic every time. Overnight delivery to home or work is guaranteed, so call 1-800-829-BEAR or do your shopping online at vermontteddybear.com. Send a creative alternative to flowers for Mother's Day, something she'll really appreciate. Call toll-free 1-800-829-BEAR. That's 1-800-829-BEAR. And be sure and tell them that crusty old Neil told you to call. This is Neil Rogers. This is 562 AM. It, baby. Smells like roses after I am done. Can't understand why everybody's making fun. The restroom smells like roses. To me, it seems okay. 
but I'm not the only one who used the restroom today. I was only in there for a few minutes. I always pray the lights all when I am through. But now the word is out that I did it. I guess I'll have to find somewhere else to do do. Now I'll have to hold it in and hang my head in disgrace. When I get my hands on who spread those rumors, I'll bash in his face. I kick your ass. Cause the restroom smells like roses whenever I am through. It smells okay to me when I do do. 1047 and 560 WQM. Here's our award-winning lineup. Write it down, man. You don't want to miss a second of this. We got Kimba Bocamper at two this afternoon. Mad Dog, four to six thirty, two and a half hours. Getting paid for three, doing two and a half. Nice going, Jimbo. You're doing it. Like I told the, the Humper man, let's uh, let's just start giving these people what they deserve, you know, which is very little. Marlins on deck, six thirty. Marlins and the Braves at seven oh five tonight. Any interest? No. The eight and twenty-one Marlins who have lost uh, ten in a row at home. Is it ten? Yes. And going for eleven. I think I got a good shot getting swept by the Braves. And Eddie Kay at uh, 10.35 or whenever the game finally ends, whenever the misery finally is over. How about those Sabres? Oh! All right. Here's probably the most important story we've ever had. i got a huge pile here, by the way, so if anybody thinks we're going to be talking to a bunch of idiots all day. We already had some new uh, goofballs on there the first hour. Uh, that was kind of in- interesting. Some new and different uh, wackos. See, I don't mind wackos. I just get tired of the same ones. Right. That's what Janet Reno says. Maybe we could work out an exchange, like maybe on the West Coast or something, a wacko exchange exchange program. program, Yeah. Yeah. Like for Joyce. We'll trade in Joyce for some uh, new cranks. Worse than slow drivers in the passing lane, somebody says. I think tailgating drivers is even worse when you're at or above the speed limit, of course, uh, or driving in a school zone. Okay. Uh, Tailgating. You want to put tailgating on there? Well, tailgaters, that's easy. Okay. It's easy. Easy. Tailgaters. You think we're going to make that thousand today? We had a real late start in this poll. That's my bad. It's because I'm just a real degenerate gambler, and I'm out there uh, plunging away. Didn't didn't do too bad. Didn't do uh, great, but not too bad. Hours and hours and hours of fighting for the good machine, man. 596. So what do you think? About what? A long way to go, man. No? About what? Oh, 1,000? Yeah, we're going to get to the 1,000. Are you eating again? I'm eating a... Don't tell me a granola bar. No, just some toast. Oh, toast? Toast. What, What kind of a meal is that? Well, I got a side of bacon to go with melting pot tonight. You don't want to be ruining your appetite for all that. Keeping it light. Keep it light. Keep it light, Neil. Keep it light. I wonder if that guy croaked yet. Probably. Yes. That old guy. Oh, thank God. He's in a box. Hostile callers in a box. I think that's going to be the name of my uh, book that I'm going to write. Anyway, here's this important story from Skohegan, which is, I guess, in um, Maine. Never been in Maine. You been in Maine? No. The rain in Maine falls mainly. A North New Portland woman, that's Portland, Maine, accused of helping her daughter make cookies laced with the laxative X-lax, appeared before a judge yesterday and pleaded innocent to a single charge of misdemeanor assault. Julie E. Hunt, 43, wore blue prison garb and handcuffs as she pleaded not guilty before Judge Charles C. Laverdiere in Skohegan District Court yesterday morning. Hunt was arrested Friday afternoon after a police investigation into an attempted prank at Carabac Community School that caused four children in the 7th or 8th grade to become ill. They be ill in Hunt is accused of baking the cookies with three girls, two age 13, one 14. The cookies were never eaten by the target of the prank, a teacher who reportedly given one of the girls a low grade. 
The cookies were left on the desk of the teacher April 10, along with a note saying, We made these cookies just for you. Hope you enjoy them. Oh, that's what we ought to send over to Joyce, some X-Lax laced uh, with cyanide, too, in there a little bit. The teacher shared them with the students instead. Attorney Janet Mills, who defended Hunt, said her client denied any involvement. She also asked Judge Loverdary to relax Hunt's bail condition so she could attend a disciplinary hearing for one of the girls. According to an affidavit filed in Skowhegan District Court and signed by Maine State Trooper Hugh I. Landry, I wonder if he's kin to Greg Landry or Tom Landry. Hunt told the girls how to crush the laxative pills, add them to the cookie batter. They used an entire box of pills. <laughs> oh, no. Uh -huh. Wow. They found out about the incident with another student overheard two of the girls talking about it. Isn't that something? No, they're just, they're just little kids having a little bit of fun, that's all, and, and, and mommy. Yeah, yeah, no, there's an adult in, uh, involved there. Right. Well, she's teaching them how to have a little bit of fun. Here's yeah. how you get back at your teacher. She gives you a bad grade, you give her a little uh, what for, that's right. all. That's real funny Ooh. unless, uh, you know, you're one of the people eating the cookies or one of their parents. Oh, no, look at this. Oh, my God. This uh, story, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get on the floor and start oh making guttural sounds. This is the most disgusting thing. Yeah, if the last oh. story didn't give you the runs. Oh, Businessman Wayne Heisinger, Jr., oh, Jr., told local business people yesterday that he has had a lot of success in financial other affairs, but it took a personal relationship with Jesus Christ to fill what he called a God-sized hole in my heart. Jesus Christ? Yeah, this is Jr., See, I get confused about which of He's got two sons, one of which is gay. I and mean, I don't know if this is the one or not. Do you know which one it is? I don't know either one from either no. one. Heisinger spoke to about 375 people at Asheville. What is that, North Carolina? Yes, it is. At uh, Connecting uh, Businessmen to Christ's 8th Annual Asheville Buncombe Leadership Prayer Breakfast at the Asheville Renaissance Hotel. Bung he's what? The son of what? What word did you say? Asheville. Oh. He's the son of renowned businessman Wayne Heisinger Sr., Baldy, the billionaire who built six different companies that have been listed on the New York Stock Exchange, including Waste Management, Inc., the Blockbuster Video Chain, and Republic Services. Heisinger Jr. is president of Heisinger Holdings, a diversified company that manages and owns the Dolphins, Dolphins Stadium, and investments in banking, resorts, marinas, yacht refit and construction, real estate, outdoor advertising. Heisinger Jr. said that several years ago he realized he had a perfect life by what everybody's standards would be, but he still felt empty. Imagine sitting down at the table, eating and eating, but never getting full, he said. But after the conversion experience, after he met Jesus, he said, life is truly great. Isn't that good? What a great, what a warm story that is. Don't you feel warm and fuzzy for Junior? Well, I met Jesus, and he says he didn't know no Heisinger. Oh. I th is that what he said? That's what he said. He also said I didn't know no Godfather. I thought he said... Grab my Junior, honey. Thanks, that's what he said. I got I got a very heavy duty pile here today, and of course we have limited time because the crossover went for like about an hour and a half, which is good. That was a good crossover. Whatever the hell we talked about about sticking it to this uh, company, man. If anybody deserves it, we got six fifteen. I think we got a shot today. We got a reasonable shot if Josh really pushes it in honor of his birthday. Might as well do that. You didn't have to do any work on the website. And by the way, Joe Bell shined Josh. They were supposed to have a meeting this morning to solidify and find uh, and you know finish up his deal. And once again, you know, playing the old Greg Reed game. Oh well, he's having a big meeting with Duff. What the hell does Duff have to meet with uh, Joe Bell for? Oh, so uh, important, I'm sure. Maybe Duff thought that Josh was already in the meeting there and wanted to give him a little uh, birthday gift. <laughs> you think? To go along with that Christmas goose? I don't know. I just I don't understand. These people just keep evading and running and hiding and. You know. I don't like that. Well, just, the deal will be done today, so I'm having It will be done. I will be done. Good. That's what uh, Wayne Heisinger Jr. says, uh, I will be done, in Christ's name. 
All the fairy tales all the time. All the bubblemices all the time. The virgin birth, the, uh, the crucifixion, the resurrection. All of these things, they were stolen by the uh, Goyim, by uh, Paul, as a matter of fact, from many, many religions that preceded uh, this whole Christian thing. Uh, a zillion of them. All part and parcel, especially the virgin birth. See, a birth is, is somehow tainted if there were like those organs involved, if there was the sex act. But when right. it's a virgin birth, the, then they will fear you. There's no blood involved. Right. In then they will fear you. And then you're not involved with those unclean women, you know. I mean, we need the woman to, like, deliver the... Uh, well, kind of like Tom Cruise needs a woman to deliver these phantom babies. That's right. Stay speaker. Robin Hood gang robs gourmet stores in a bid to feed Hamburg's poor. I've been there, Hamburg, Germany. Did you have a hamburger? No. Actually, I had some pretty good food, though. I'll tell you, the food in Germany is good. Oh, yeah. That's what you said. Food in Holland sucks. Oh. Best foods in Italy, and then I would say right after that is, um, I would say Germany's right after that, and places I've been. They dress up in pink cat suits, have names like Spider Mum, and feel a social obligation to plan of the most expensive restaurants and gourmet delicatessens in town as a campaign to, and oh, no, maybe this isn't Hamburg, Germany. This is, a, this is in the independent UK, and it says Spider Mum. I don't know. It says, last week, the well-heeled citizens of Hamburg's Altona district. This must be in Britain. I thought it was Hamburg, Germany. Although the names... No, this is, uh, this is definitely Germany. Last week, the well-heeled citizens of Hamburg's Altona district got a taste of their annex when 30 of them... About 30, man! ...marched in the city's luxury Fresh Paradise Godenkin supermarket. See, there's a hint. And walked out five minutes later with uh, 10,000 pounds worth of stolen goods. That's about uh, 18,000 U.S. dollars. The gang's booty included magnums of champagne, fillets of Japanese Kobe beef, legs of venison, a salmon, and several boxes of Valrona chocolate. Before leaving, gang members thrust a bouquet of flowers into the hands of a shop assistant. Assistant. Attached was a handwritten note which proclaimed, Survival in the city of millionaires would be impossible without us. It was signed by Spider Mum, Santa Guevara, and Multiflex. Another note later released by the gang insisted that the hall had been distributed to Hamburg's needy, to the social workers, cleaning ladies, and minimum wage earners. It added the places of wealth in this town are as numerous as the opportunities to take it. Fourteen squad cars and a police helicopter scoured the Altona district for more than an hour after the robbery, but failed to find the perpetrators. The gang covered its tracks completely. They acted like professionals. Bodo Franz, head of the Hamburg Police Investigation. See, Franz, Hans and Franz, and all of this other, all these names in here are like, yeah. Uh, it says the gang, which refers to itself as Hamburg for free, does not strike off. And its last attack took place almost exactly a year ago when 40 masked men and women stormed the Sulberg restaurant in the city's wealthy Blankenese district overlooking the river Elba. Hamburg for free. And I think a lot of people like it, especially in this uh, South Florida, Hamburg for free. Maybe two Hamburgs for free. Maybe a bacon triple cheeseburger for free. What do you think? I'll take it. 10.57 at QAM. George is taking Josh to the melting pot for his birthday tonight. And what a fine idea that is because nobody don't like the melting pot. I mean, you make it sound like I'm paying, you know. No, I didn't. I said you're <laughs> taking him there. I didn't say you're buying him dinner. That would be like saying like, rumor is I'm rumor buying dinner for yeah. everybody in South Florida, you know. <laughs> the melting pot is a place where fondue becomes a memorable four-course dining experience and so unlike anything else you've ever had. If you've ever had fondue, bar you in for a real treat and surprise. Dip into something sensational. Enjoy a variety of unique entrees and special melting pot dipping sauces. Start your dinner with the melting pot's renowned cheese fondue, served with three different breads, Granny Smith apples, and crisp veggies. Next to your choice is salads, all with the melting pot's homemade dressings. And then your entrees include filet mignon and lobster and shrimp, Cajun seasoned chicken, pork, portobello mushrooms, duck, and more cooked in oil or broth. And, of course, you can't pass up a duck or a goose. And those melting pot dipping sauces are out of this world. And then, finally, the piece de resistance for dessert, the chocolate fondue is the best thing you've ever put, well, one of the best things you've ever had in your mouth. 
Dip fresh strawberries, bananas, pineapple, all your favorite fruits, plus cheesecake, brownies topped off with tasty marshmallows rolled in crushed Oreos and graham crackers at the melting pot. Boy, this is really something special. And don't forget, this coming Sunday is Mother's Day. What a great idea, because moms love the melting pot. Don't get left out. Call, make your reservations for Mom's Day at the pot nearest you this Sunday. The melting pot, you find Now, which one are you guys going to? Fort Lauderdale. They're in Fort Lauderdale, waiting for Josh and George. By the way, Josh uh, doesn't, you know, he's not aware of it, but George is picking up the check. He doesn't want to make you feel bad. Nah. Coral Springs, there's a melting pot in Boca, North Miami Beach, Cooper City, and Kendall. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. This is the Neil Rogers Show. You, 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 you fairy. This is your brain. Rock solid. Any questions? I must admit that's what I want to hear. Those doggies might consider moving there. Is it true the laws are so relaxed down there? No wonder if the Mexicans will stay down there. Tourism is booming to the Mexico. Girl, you gotta get some legal pot and blow in Mexico. In Mexico. I think we got to do a whole show on magic mushrooms, don't you? I don't know yeah. a damn thing about them, about hallucinogenic shrooms, although I do know they sell them in uh, so many herb places in Amsterdam. Really? They're like, the oh, yeah. hallucinogenic kind? Yes. Never had well, them. No, I'm not just talking about regular shrooms that you like slice up and put in your steak or in your liver. You can shove some in your liver, though. It's always a good cleansing experience. Well, you know a lot about shrooms? No, I've never had the pleasure. I think uh, Captain Dave, I think Capri used to do shrooms. Yeah, it's nice to share. A wild variety. Well, that's why I was always crawling around on the floor during that show on Zeta. Those were the days, baby. Those were, the, as Mary Hopkins said, on Apple Records. Remember that Apple label? Mm-hmm. The Beatles label? Here's the Beatles. Six. Now, there's a guy, that Ed Solis, uh, Solomon, Solis, uh, Solomon, he had some talent, didn't he? He was as wooden as a cigar store Indian. He made Ron Diaz look like a Mexican jumping bean. There she is, Mary Hopkins, baby. She's popping it, Mary Hopkins. She's hopping on it. Those are the days. It's a long time. When in walked a group of most peculiar people. I wasn't really sure if they were men. No, I have never ever seen a faggot. Gay. From where I come, they are so very rare. But what I saw, it made me want to throw up. But I knew that it was impolite to stare. Those are the gays, my friend. How about that? We, we got a bit for everything, man. Yes, we did. I think what we're going to do is, uh, the next three years, we'll just play them all, starting now from A to Z. A. Including the ones we're not supposed to play. Well, and listen, in honor of Joyce, we're playing Prison Bitch at 1215 this afternoon, uh, 45 times in a row. 643 votes, uh, and let me say it again, there's not a damn thing wrong with that bit. What's the rudest thing people do? Cell phone abuse, 176. Yeah, using that cell phone, very, very, I'm, I'm tired of cell phones, you know. I mean, it's nice to have one. 
And if uh, the thing mm -hmm. rings, you, you take it out in the hallway or out outside or, you know, somewhere. And you answer it and you, uh, ba 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 and you do your thing. But these people are one like, in fact, a lot of people, I, I still say that there are people talking to, to a dial tone. To, well, there is no dial tone on a cell phone, but just, just talking to emptiness. Right. Because they're trying to good. impress you. Well, uh, I think uh, I've got uh, two appointments before three, but I think maybe we can squeeze you in. Yeah, right. Squeeze this. Cell phone abuse 176. We're getting really tired of it. In fact, the new Florida law that went into effect last October says if somebody misuses their cell phone around you and irritates you, that's right. They're a hazard to your mental health. Cutting in line 109. That's a 110 just went up again. Especially at the supermarket. They love you. Or, or, at sure, the, or uh, anywhere. Yeah. Anywhere there's a line. Cutting in line while you're standing on line 110. Ping on the toilet seat, 96. Get, you know, get a compass and a road map and find that hole. Oops. Speaking in Spanish, 58. Farting in public, 35. That should be a lot more. That, that is just, oh. I, I mean, I realize some people can't control it, but if you feel the urge coming on and you're, like, standing online, kind of like, uh, I know what I always do. I always kind of, like, uh, move away from people, you know, as far away yeah. as possible. Just walk away. That, that's right. And then I'll like you. And then of course, when people start sensing that there's something in the air, like Thunderclap Newman would say, I'll like get that sour look on my face, like, oh man, who cut that? You know, even though that's I. That's how you do it, right? Oh, that's exactly how you do it. Oh, the dog must have done it. Of course, there is no dog, but it's the imaginary dog farting in public. Thirty-five should be doing much better than that. Stealing parking spaces. Thirty-four. Although maybe these people like sniffing other people's farts. I don't know. It's possible. People who don't return phone calls, like Greg Reed, 29, just ask Defoe, ask uh, Rimmer, ask, ask anybody. The man never had any. Ask Joe Bell. One of the things he uh, first told me, our first conversation, I believe, was about how uh, Greg, when he was over at Kiss, Greg never returned his phone calls either, just once, I think, out of about 100. He said, that jackass. He didn't say that, but he didn't have to. Flaunt their well. He's got it spelled right. Nice going, Eric. They flaunt their well, 29. Being loud while people are sleeping, 27. I hate this poll, 24. Driving slow in the left lane, 17. Being like a human uh, blocking, uh, like an impediment. I hate that. Picking nose in public, 5. Tailgaters, 4. And burping in public. Solamente still <coughs> place, only 3. So I guess maybe the uh, Dutch aren't as rude as I thought they were with that loud belching in a restaurant or, or anywhere. They just If the mood strikes them, they just, they just let it go. Here's the good news, man. Oh, God, how low can you go, W? I wonder if he's sitting on a bench in Delray. President Bush's approval rating has slumped to 31% a new USA Today Gallup poll, the lowest of his presidency, and a warning sign for Republicans in the November election. Oh! The survey of 1,000-plus adults taken this past weekend shows Bush's standing down by three points in one week. He's dropping faster than a bowling ball from the top of the Empire State Building. His disapproval rating also reached a record of 65%. 65% disapproval rating. God, even the guys across the street aren't doing that bad. It's a challenging political environment, acknowledges, acknowledges Tracy Schmidt, a spokeswoman for the Republican National Committee. I guess she knows her Schmidt. But we're confident that ultimately voters in November recognize that a Democrat Congress would simply not be equipped to ensure either economic or national security for our nation. Right. Couldn't do the great job that this Republican Congress is doing. Bush's fall is being fueled by an erosion among support from conservatives and Republicans. In the poll, 52% of conservatives and 68% of Republicans approved the job he's doing. Both are record lows among those groups. Moderates gave an approval rating of only 28%. Liberals only siete, solamente siete. You ready for that? I'm ready. 7%. Siete. Hmm. You hear people say he's got a hardcore that'll never desert him, and that's been the case for most of the administration, says Charles Franklin. I wonder if he's kin to Ben or Bonnie. 
political scientist at the University of Wisconsin. Wasn't Bonnie Franklin on uh, Family Ties or one of those horrible shows? One day at a time. Uh, well, oh, oh, wasn't that the one with Pat Harrington Jr.? That is correct. Who is the janitor? Oh, oh. Schneider. Those shows. Anyway, uh, Charles Franklin studies presidential approval ratings, but for the last few months he said we started to see the hardcore is seriously eroding in support. Only the dumbest of the dumb, only the densest of the dense, only the most uh, farbissen of the uh, farbissena are still uh, hanging in there. And the rest are running away from him like he uh, had uh, leprosy. Only four presidents have ever scored lower approval ratings since Gallup began measuring in the mid-40s. Harry Truman, give him hell, Harry, Dick Nixon... Jimmy Carter and George Herbert Walker Bush. When Nixon, Carter, and the elder Bush sank below 35%, they never again registered above 40. How do you like that? Wow. They never made that big comeback that the media's already, uh, Fox, I'm sure, has got it set up. Oh, here comes the big comeback. Not. Truman twice sank into the low 30s. About 30, man. And then rose into the 60s, but the third time his rating fell, it stayed below 40% as well. I wonder if that, that must have been after he bombed the Japs. Hist although, well, who knows? Historically, it's been pretty devastating to presidents at this level, Franklin says. Even Republican members of Congress are now so worried about their electoral fortunes in November that he has less leverage with them than he normally would with his own party controlling Congress. In other words, they don't want nothing to do with him. It's like, like I said, like leprosy. He's like a disease. Stay away, please. Don't come anywhere near me. You're unclean. Don't, you know, I don't want anything to rub off. Oh, look at the way those phones are ringing. I don't know if I got time for any of these goofball calls. WQAM, hello. Yes, sir. I come to the Godfather Guru for a question. Can you answer it? Well, we'll give it a shot. Okay. Now, Michael just learned his, his father was shot, and he walked into the house, and he walked into the room. Clemenza sitting there with another lady. Who was that other lady? Clemenza was sitting there with a lady? Yeah, remember when he just got to the house, and he shakes Clemenza's hand. I'm sorry. There was a lady sitting right next to Clemenza, and he also shook her hand. What does she play in that movie? What? Do you know what he's talking about, George? No idea. Maybe somebody, somebody will know. Some, somebody yeah, who's much know. smarter than we will call him. Clemenza is sitting with a lady? I know Clemenza said... Leave the gun. Take the cannoli. I know he said that. And in fact, you know who else he said that to? You thought that was only with Polly. Which, which scene is he talking about? After the Don gets shot, and Michael walks into a uh -huh. room, and he says, Clemenza is sitting there with some lady, yeah. and he shakes hands with the lady, and Clemenza shakes her hand, and better be put a boo-out. Maybe this is Clemenza. I mean, who the hell knows? Yeah, that, that's probably After it. After the Don got think? shot, wasn't everybody all rallying yeah, around the house? everybody was there, you know? man, that right. paid their respects. Exactly. That, that must have been a Mrs. Clemenza, which I don't think we saw her more. I don't know if we saw her at all, to be honest with you. Because, let's face it, when you're married to a big tub like that, you got to, like, probably, she's probably right. squashed like a gnat. Uh, who was he getting the cannolis for? Because I thought it was her. It was for her, but did we see her? Oh, yeah, that's right. She was standing in the door at the house, and she said, uh, don't, don't forget, forget the, cannolis. the cannolis. Yeah, as he's going off to uh, the mattress. Well, there we go. We can compare and see if these, uh, they were the actually, cannoli lady They were the going lady. out to find a place to hide with the mattresses. Right. Remember that? Uh-huh. And that's why they took Paulie along, you know, and they stood out there. Hey, oh, i got to take a leak, you know. Oh, we can't. you got to take a Joyce. Leak. That's right. We can't say leak anymore. Right. And then, of course, uh, he gets out of the car to go take the leak. And meanwhile, in the car... Oh, Paulie won't see him no more. Yeah, that's the end of pop, Paulie. Pop. That's Struens. He sold out the old man. But, uh, oh, it's just... I, I'm sorry, but the acting by everybody in that mm -hmm. movie was so... Everybody could have gotten an Oscar in that movie. Everybody. Right. Even Carl. the first one and the original one. Just phenomenal. James Caan, Robert Duvall. And I, I don't know the actors that played somebody like Jack Walsk. Right? Right. They were all uh, Frankie Pentangeli. <laughs> Michael Corleone did this, and Michael Corleone did that. I said, yeah, sure, whatever you want. Th that, that scene is so beautiful, you know. 
And meanwhile, his brother with that red beret is standing in the back. Oh, it had a little red ball on it. Yeah, a little red ball. And it's the one that Joyce usually had in her mouth. It's 11.13. Speaking of going to the mattresses, once again, everybody's feeling the pinch at the gas pump. The good folks at Dollar Mattress, 1-800-MATTRESS, want to help you through this a uh, little bit, a little bit as much as they can. Dollar Mattress is offering you a free tank of gas, and here's how it works. You simply take the full amount of any gas receipt off your next mattress purchase, up to 10% of the purchase. Spend 35 bucks at the gas pump, then take 35 bucks off any purchase of 350 bucks or more. Spend 50 at the pump and take 50 bucks off any purchase of 500 bucks or more. You'll need your gas receipt to save this money. Why drive all over town wasting that expensive gas? Skip those mall and furniture stores and so-called giants in the mattress business because I know and you should know too. For the best deal on your new mattress, just make the one easy call. Sit there on your fat, ugly ass. Call 1-800-MATTRESS right now and save a lot of money and a lot of time and grief. As always, you choose the date and time for delivery within a two-hour window that you pick seven days a week from 8 a.m. to 10 p.m. when it's convenient for you, and they show up on time. When you call our good friends at Dollar Mattress, 1-800-MATTRESS, you'll choose from the area's largest inventory of brand-name mattresses, including Sealy and Serta and King Coral and Simmons and Tempur-Pedic and Stearns and Foster Hewitt. He can do it. Call 1-800-MATTRESS right now or on the Wicked Web. Log on to mattress.com. Call 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S for the smartest piece of shopping you'll ever do. Leave off the last S because it stands for Stupendous Sensational Savings. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. She fakes orgasms. I fake foreplay. And now, live from Kabul, it's Koran, Eleven eighteen at QM. They just had a great story on CNN, and certainly Nazi News Network, about uh, Latin talk hosts. Kind uh, of, they're running a campaign. Name your baby after Lou Dobbs. Really? Oh yeah. They hate him like poison, man. Oh, you the illegals. That is. Well, these are, I don't know if these are illegals on the air, although, of course, in this place, probably have a lot of illegals working on the well, If they're illegal or supporting it, they're illegal. And we'll keep... I came up with an idea for a new format, because they call about the Godfather, that thing. I don't care what you say, this, oh no, this isn't it, this after the next to bridge in there, that's when the Marlon Brando is dancing with the Connie, you'll see, you'll hear it, now it's going, Polly, more wine, right, oh wait a minute, says, uh, Elmer says, I believe the lady the caller was talking about in Godfather was Tom Hagen's wife, oh yeah, we didn't see a lot of her, I think Elmer may have it, oh you know something, no. In Godfather 3, which they wouldn't pay Robert Duvall enough money so he wouldn't uh, go in it. Uh, remember in the opening scene there? Tom Hagen's yeah. wife is in there. She's there. How about Michael, that? Somebody introduces her. I guess Michael. As you remember, Hagen was taken by Salazzo at that time, and that's why Clemenza was consoling her. Hope this helps. Thanks, Elmer. You the man. You the uh, lavish. You the lavish killer. Here we go. I think. Rock solid. Now, join it. Maybe we already passed it. Did we pass it? The part where Marlon is advancing with time?
See, I don't really care about the music. I just would like to have some of the food that Mama Corleone made for Oh, good question. Oh, I'm waiting to see the wedding cake. Oof, it's, uh, oof. Remember he said oof? Oof. Yeah. He held his hands almost as uh, high and wide apart as uh, Sonny's wife was doing there when she was describing something there. I'm sure she was talking about the size of the wedding cake. What's the uh, rudest thing people do? 694 vote. Cell phone abuse, 185. Put those phones away, okay? Shut them off. Return your calls later on when you're in private. Get, out, get them out of my face. I'm not impressed. Cutting in line, 114. Peeing on the toilet seat, 100. Speaking in Spanish, 80, uh, 65. What about speaking in Spanish while you're peeing on the toilet seat and talking on, huh, in Spanish on the cell phone? Oh, uh-huh. that's brutal. That would really frost my fat ass. Farting in public, 35. Uh, stealing parking spaces, 35. And, of course, in Florida, and, you know, this is no joke if you're a visitor to Florida, don't be uh, messing with anybody over a parking spot because it's very, very common <laughs> that, uh, that uh, people do shoot each other. That's something they take very seriously. Hazardous to your health. You can steal their wallet, steal their kids, whatever, but don't steal their parking, a parking spot. They get really PO'd. People don't return phone calls like Greg Reed, 31. People who flaunt their wealth has got... About 30, man. People like Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. People like Greg Reed. He belongs in that one, too, you know, with the uh, Brooks Brothers suit and, you know, all of that crappy haircut always kind of negated anything else. That kind of Luis Miguel faggy haircut. Uh, I hate this pool, 29. Being loud while people are sleeping, 28. Make a lot of noise, like cranking up the stereo while everybody in the hood is trying to catch a little shut-eye. Driving slow in the left lane, 26. Tailgaters, only seven. Picking your nose in public, only six. And burping in public, it's still only got three. We got 695. I think we definitely got a shot. What do we need to get, about 800 and some odd by noon? 800 odd. I was thinking of the new format. We could just do a Godfather radio. All right. And I know there's that Godfather trivia book. I do believe I have it somewhere at home. I'm sure I got it. I think there's one in here, though. Is there? I'm not sure. I do believe you're right, Al. Al Martino. I have but one One This heart I breathe. I have but one heart to share with you. You cannot talk a man. What about you? That I can please. I know it was you, Fredo. You broke my heart. You broke my heart. I pray comes true. Do you know who I am? I'm Mo Green. I made my bones when you were going out with cheerleaders. Until I saw you. Wait, what's I that? <laughs> Did it again. Oh, I hate this thing. Boy, all you got to do is fart the wrong flavor and this thing fires off the uh, region. Or the, uh, whatever it is. The outcue. That's bad. You think it's Okay. My life I live for you. What's the matter I have but one I don't know. Now, would you say that that's the most famous line from the movie, I'm going to make an offer you can't refuse? Probably. The the most used in the quote. No, no, I'll tell you. Thanks to your, uh, which I've never watched it, and even though Booker Brian sent me the whole first season on uh, video, I I still haven't watched it and won't watch it. But the the most stolen and quoted line is... Bing, you blow their brains all over your nice side of the league. Yeah, bada bing, right? I'm not saying that they invented the word, the expression bada bing, but I mean, you know. Right? It, it's it's big. It's out there. It, it's huge, man. But, I mean, in fact, there's even East Side Marios. There's East Side Marios there, right? Here? 
Yeah. I don't know. In fact, there was one there by the Sawgrass, but I believe they're uh, long gone. But, yeah, there's the East Side Mario. And in their TV spots, they, uh, the, the whole theme of it is bada-bing, bada-boom. Uh, the uh, real greasy uh, kind of Guido guy. Bada-bing, bada-boom, East Side Mario. Yeah, you've seen that. I'm sure. You don't like my Godfather format? Let's do it. Oh, I love it. What are you talking about? What's this? Not that we would ever do niche programming here on this radio station. I, I can't believe it. I just changed the uh, I just changed the cut on there, and it played the same one again. Oh, there we go. Now, have you ever had that happen before on a uh, CD deck? All the time. Have you? Just that always kind of freaks me out. So what I'm going to do is uh, maybe not. I don't know. Maybe today. I'm going to go out and get Godfather 2 and Godfather 3 and Godfather 1 and a 2 and a Lawrence Welk version and all of them, all the, uh, all the um, things, soundtracks. All the virgins? All the virgins of the uh, soundtrack. So there you go. That was uh, Tom Higgins' wife. Well, that, that's right. Now, see, he's, but uh, I don't know because that's not really the scene because that was when Tom Higgins was taken by Solozzo. Remember he was out Christmas shopping? Yeah. yeah. That's bad. Well, that was right. That's that what was, he said. We that hit him was with right five. After. Yeah. And, and that's right. That's after they hit the old man. After he got sold out by Paulie and Fredo was sitting there again, right. again, Tom, sitting on so the curb with his head in his hands. You know, just like Michael said, I don't want my brother coming out of the toilet with just his head in his hand. I know that was the son. He said that, and my, he's sitting there on the curb ah, again, again. You know, and they're consoling uh, Tom Hagen's wife because of the fact that uh, they got Tom. Right. Maybe I could help. You're out, Tom. Robert Duvall, so good, so great. There's an unsung hero, man. He's one of my heroes. I, I thought they were way too hard on him in that movie. Pop had Jenko, look what I got. Yeah, look, look what, what I got. Tom, you know, come yeah. on. Ah, Just because he wasn't a wartime counselor. Mom made a little dinner. Yeah. And he puts his hand up like, eh, eh. Uh-huh. Very schmaltzy, man. 26 past 11 at 5. Anybody out there hasn't seen The Godfather, you got no idea what we're talking about. Maybe it'll inspire you to get with it already and see the damn Godfather. Quit, quit being so out of touch with, uh, talk about me being out of touch. Let me say it again. If you haven't seen The Godfather, you can't, even, you can't be a real man, even right. if you're a woman. You haven't seen movies. That's what I would tell Donna Shalali and Joyce. So you can't be a real man if you haven't seen The Godfather. What's the worst thing you ever did growing up that drove your mom crazy? Maybe picking my nose and sticking them on the back of the uh, bedboard. You ever do that? On the headboard? No. On the, ba- on the back of the headboard. Oh, behind it. Yeah, right. probably. I'm sure. Uh, yeah, come on. Well, you, know, you guys are so full of it. No, that's anyway, not my favorite you, place you, guys, you asked him. Yeah, what about you? You never did that? Sure. Maybe you didn't have a headboard on your bed. I, I try to wipe it under the bed if I can. Oh, 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 oh. Well, I guess that's one good way to scare away the boogeyman. <laughs> yeah, he won't be hanging out there very long. You think it's the boogie, boogeyman out there, but it's not. Hey, want to make up for it by, uh, come on, can I do the spot, please? we got spots up the ass, okay, and I don't have time for you diddling around just to try to, like, uh, you know, be a little smart ass. Want to make up for it this Mother's Day? Let her know that you turned out okay and send an original Vermont teddy bear. She'll receive a beautiful little bear made in Vermont, delivered to home or work with a free card and gourmet caramels and a colorful gift box. And you can only get them by calling the friendly bear counselor at 1-800-829-BEAR or shopping online at vermontteddybear.com. They'll help you pick out a bear just for your mom or wife, like the nurse, the teacher bear, the businesswoman, or gardening bear, so she'll know you put some real thought to your gift for a change. They even have a fun new barefoot and pregnant bear for those moms-to-be. What is that? Huh? What was that? Boogeyman. Oh, the Boogeyman. That's uh, that movie that I liked. Was, uh, it was okay. The ending was horrible. With What's his name again? I forgot. Come on. From uh, Seventh Heaven. Emil Hirsch. It. Not Emil Hirsch. Oh, come on. Not some little pansy like Emil Hirsch. I don't know the Seventh Heaven guy. Yeah, you do. I know his name. Hey, check out the new All-American mom dressed in a patriotic sundress and holding an apple pie. 
And for all you mama's boys out there, you better send the mama's boy bear with a heart-shaped mom tattoo on his arm. And dads, don't forget, as it is every year, it's your job to get the wife a gift from the kids. And the mother and cub set is perfect. Add as many cubs as you need, and they'll embroider your kids' names on the outfits. Or tell your wife you think she's still a hottie, she's still smoking, likely story, and send her the yummy mummy bear dressed in lingerie. Sending a Vermont teddy bear is so much more personal and fun than flowers, and Vermont teddy bears are guaranteed for life, unlike those flowers which wilt and they fade and they die, and that's it, in no time at all. You can even deliver her bear to the office so she can brag about you to her co-workers. It works like magic every time. Overnight delivery to home or work is guaranteed, too. So call 1-800-829-BEAR or shop online at vermontteddybear.com. Send a creative alternative to flowers for Mother's Day this year. Call 1-800-829-BEAR. That's 1-800-829-BEAR. And tell them that old Neil, and I do mean old, underline that part, emphasize that old Neil told you to call. This is Neil Rogers. Oh, God. This is 560 QAM. We're hopping in the time machine. Won't you come along and dream? There's the golden vector from WQAM. Right now. Last night you dug a booger out from your old crusty nose. All right. You rolled it between your fingers, and that's when things got gross. And I recall how hard you flung it down the hall. It bounced off of the table and splattered on the wall. Then you went through your nostrils and you found some things in there. Like that pair of latex gloves that I bought you to wear And it was so disgusting what went on from there Yeah, tonight you're sitting alone just picking your nose Quit picking your nose, quit picking your nose Well, I've told you at least a hundred times that's gross well, you just never listen, girl, and you keep right on picking. And I'll tell you once again, quit picking your nose. Slim Pickens, baby, 26 till noon at 560 WQAM. We got the Bull Camper Man at 2, Mad Dog 4 to 630. Then the Marlins and the Braves, any interest at all? No. Even a little uh, no. NADK after the Marlins try to break that 10-game home uh, losing streak. The 8-20 and 20 in Florida Marlins who want you to build them a stadium, who want your money, who want to reach into your pocket and get you to build them a stadium. We want it. Well, I, I got, you know, well, let me just get into some of this stuff. Because, you see, every time I don't want to take any calls, all of a sudden they start calling. We haven't had our right. usual uh, idiots today yet. We will, though. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing? Okay. Uh, about the Godfather, There, there's a version that... Um, that's um, I, it's a like an extended version where they have like added scenes. Yeah. I got okay. It. And uh, like for example, they have they'd have a scene where remember when Apollonia got blown up? Right. And they'll have Michael la- lying on bed and and saying, you know, oh, where's Apollonia? Where where can you get? Is it what version would that be? Because it, it, they're they're not adding on the regular Godfather like DVD. What do you mean? Like, well, you got to get the trilogy, which is the whole... Uh, yeah, no, the, the whole thing, yeah. It comes right. with the three, three different movies. But there's a version that's only been put, like, on cable TV. Like, I saw it once on USA, where they would have, like, uh, uh, like uh, all Yeah, but I, I bet you, now, I'm not really sure, but I bet you with all these uh, DVDs with added features and added scenes that they got now, I guarantee you that there's a trilogy that's got all the, um, all the extended uh, scenes that weren't in the original, guaranteed. 
Right, where they have, like, uh, like, for example, that one. And they also have, like, uh, another scene where they actually show uh, one of his bodyguards, the ones that, that were taking care of him in Italy. Right. They, they kill him and they blow up his car and all that, which Fabrizio. you don't see. Right. Fabrizio, yeah, prepare la machina. Fabrizio. Exactly. Thanks a lot, Neil. Okay, pal. All right, man. Bye. As far as I know, the DVD sets that you buy now have all the yeah. uh, added Oh, yeah. Content. Just like that Apocalypse Now that I spent fortune to send you. Right. And then the one about uh, last year's that I sent you were actually... Uh, I was, yeah, last year it felt like... You know, I'll I tell you one thing about Michael Pitt. He's got the ugliest nipples of any man I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, I had noticed. Well, you will notice, now that I mention it. When yeah, you watch I, it again... When I watch it again, again right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't think it was I, a good idea. You watch it again, that right. means time to uh, put the gun in and do an Andrew Kunan in probably wasn't wow. a good idea to buy it. I think it encourages them to make more movies like that if they actually make some money. No, I don't think so. I don't think they're going to make too much off that one. Uh, I don't think they're going to be selling too yeah. many more who, Hey, who knows? Your $20 might have been the one to put it over the top. I might have put it right over the edge. So profitable, me, okay? right? Bernardo Bertolucci, man. Hey, did you notice? I, I, I can't even tell you who the characters were. I mean, the one guy's name was Donovan. I know that. Yeah, and Blake. But, huh? Kurt was Blake. No, no, I'm not talking about that, but I'm talking oh, yeah. about these other people that kept, like yeah. the older guy, the chubby guy that kept coming to the house. Yeah, he was the private investigator. Right, but I don't know what his name was. But anyway, he's in the car with uh, Donovan or whoever the other guy, and, and all the scenes when they're driving in the car, you notice the sun is reflecting off the windshield so you can barely right. make a, see, that that's part of the, this is like hey, pseudo-intellectualism at its right. peak. I mean, Ooh. oh, yeah, artsy, farsy, man. Do you see Check that, the uh, yeah. scenes of the car? With uh -huh. it? Oh, brother. Anybody out there, if you watch Last Days, it should be your last days, okay? Because that is the worst piece of garbage, man. Even Kurt Cobain wouldn't watch it, even now. Howard Stern says he's been offered a major deal to come back to regular radio via satellite radio, just like his longtime enemies, Opie and Anthony. I guess he's getting tired of talking to a very select, small uh, audience. You know, I, we're not too happy about it. The joke could be on them if I get good and worked, good and worked up because oh, I thought he just meant if I get good. If I get good and worked up because I got offered a major deal to go back to terrestrial and stay on satellite at the same time, Stern told his serious listeners and comments replayed and mocked yesterday by Oprah and Anthony. Can you imagine if I go across town against them and all those markets just kick some ass? That would really be cool, said Stern, and I broadcast to about a tenth of his former audience. And it doesn't say ass, it says a blank. Like New York Post, come on, man, you're in New York for Christ's sakes. God. If an offer was actually made to Stern, it most likely came from Citadel Broadcasting, which is in the process of acquiring Disney's ABC radio division, including WABC in New York, WPLJ, and WEPN, and is headed by former Infinity CBS executive Farid Suleiman. Once Suleiman gets the keys to ABC's outlets, he could instantly return Stern to major FM stations in New York, L.A., Chicago, and other huge cities if Sirius, which is paying $500 million over five years for Stern's supposedly exclusive services, agrees to trade exclusivity for cash. During a recent investor conference call, CEO Mal Carmison said he's not entertaining reverse licensing offers, but added it doesn't mean we couldn't do it in the future. Neither Stern's agent nor Suleiman returned calls seeking comment. Man, an ego that is just, oh, I, I, you know something? I'm sorry. He may be the funniest person on the face of the earth, which he's not. Uh, you know, maybe 20 years ago he was, you know. But it's just, I, I can't, I just can't deal with people with big egos. You know what I mean? When you're making that money, why, why do you need to have ego when you're making that kind of money? You know what I'm saying? Right. Why, why do you need the ego? Well, what's, what's the point? I, I don't get it. God, I just don't understand it, man. Of course, when you work in this market, and especially on this station, you can't have any ego. I've told you that for 30 years now. Uh-huh. Or self-respect. And it's true. Any ego. Oh. Wow. What a funky organ, man. Got that creepy church music. 
Uh, one of the organists is uh, Matt Damon's friend from that movie that I sent. What the hell was the name of that movie? The Talented Mr. Ripley. Remember? Uh-huh. Yeah, he met that uh, guy in Venice that liked to play the organ. It's 11.40, 20 till noon at 5.60, WQ. And then, of course, uh, they were out there on that boat, the boat of them, and uh, he came to a bitter end, his friend. And what the hell was her name? What, what is her name, the actress, that real Mias one? Gwyneth Paltrow? No, no, no. The, the, he's the one that kept chasing after him, the real horny, uh, desperate, desperate bitch. Oh, jeez, I'm going to have to look it up. Oh, come on. Can't even think of her. Can't even oh, picture her. Real Mias, man. She was all over him like stink on Greg. Anyway, look it up. Look at it. If you, huh? Look at You're going to be embarrassed when you look it up and you see who it was. Oh, I'm sure. I'm already embarrassed. She is so Mias, man. In fact, if you look up Mias Kite in the dictionary, you see Ben Franklin saying, go fly one. Kate Blanchett. Uh, no. Is that who it is? Well, it was either her or Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah, it was Kate Blanchett. Or Philip Seymour Hoffman. I doubt it was her. No, it wasn't her. That was Freddie. He was so cool in that movie. Freddie Miles. Just ask him. Freddie Miles. <laughs> you like the way he hopped out of that little car in the uh, yeah. Piazza della Repubblica, wherever the hell it was. No, that was in, uh, that was in uh, Piazza de España, I believe, in, by the Spanish Steps. I don't know where the hell it was. See, now he's trying to show off. It was by American Express there, by the Spanish Steps. That's why I had to go get my American Express card replaced after the gypsies stole my credit cards. Hey, if you're a cigar smoker and like to kick back with a good premium brand, then Bahia Cigars by Tony Rohani is for you. These hard-to-find cigars are made with the first-grade tobacco processed and aged up to 10 years. But he is a real boutique cigar maker specializing in small, batch, hard, uh, small batches, hard-to-find tobacco. Bahia Gold, the flagship line, gets a 91 rating by Cigar Aficionado Cigar Insider and 9.1 by Smoke Magazine. This rich-flavored, well-balanced, full-bodied Nicaraguan cigar is earthy hints of dark roast coffee, chocolate, uh, that's chocolate, spice and pepper flavors. Also try the Bahia Deseo, the hottest-released cigar in the last 10 months. Gets a high rating of 91 by Cigar Aficionado's Cigar Insider. A powerful cigar with complex notes of leather, earth, and pepper. The finish is long and full-bodied with additional spice and a note of charred wood. For a South Florida tobacconist near you, log on to BahiaCigars.com or call 1-800-35-BAHIA. That's 1-800-35-B-A-H-I-A. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. Let me tell you something, my crack friend. They have all the oil they need to keep the gas flowing. Nothing more than corporate greed. No one to control it. That's some ridiculous call. Upset with Clinton and sex. Now these guys instead are screwing you up. Absolutely. Break me, break me, at the pump they make me, they raise the price. 
47 at QM. Don't forget Kim Bocamper, the only man uh, in town, the only sports nerd who had a high school named after him. He'll be on it, too. You know what school that is? No, what? Dullard. Here's a fact from University Dodge, which is where he's hanging it out. How's about people who take food off somebody else's plate? I just want to taste it. And it says here, leave my french fries alone. Right. Ma used to do that. I mean, she might still, but... Really? You know, I don't dine with her as often as I used to. Grotesque. Nasty. I'll tell you who else did that was Craig Worthing. When Sid Levin and uh, he and I went to uh, Ruth Chris, was it last year or the year before, for that reunion? I realized, you know, Craig's uh, had some tough times, although he, at that time it was as big as an apartment building. But, uh, you know, he was, uh, he, and he's, I've seen him do that many times before, too, as a habit of doing that. Oh, uh, how are those? Let me, let me try one of those. How's this? this guy, let, me, let me see how those are. Just wants a sample. Yeah, just reaching over and eating like half of whatever you got there, whatever you got. So, uh, yeah, I don't know how you want to phrase that if you want to put that on there. We'll leave it up to Josh. Oh, we'll leave it up to Josh? On his birthday, you're going to put the onus on him, the onus on his bonus? Right. You want to put that on there or not? That's up to Josh. Yeah, sure. Leave him alone. People who steal food off of Well, you just wait place. and see how many stories I sent him for tomorrow. Because I don't like that to slacking off business, you know? Nine stories. That, that was my bad. That was an oversight. I thought I sent a lot more than that. I probably did. See, I have no way of re- going back and, you know. Yeah, I know. It'd be hard to look in the sentiment. Well, no, you, in he doesn't do it that way. Do he doesn't use a real email client. He uses the Alexa bar. Uh, yeah. I, oh, yeah. It's so much faster. Are you kidding me? Like lightning. In fact, you know something? I could probably send you 200 for tomorrow, and it wouldn't even take like more than 10, 10 minutes. <laughs> oh, you'd be amazed. Oh, dude, I could just pop those babies out. Oh, see, actually, what it is, I probably sent about 20, and after he did the first, although I don't think he did until this morning anyway. But uh, after the first nine, he was in such a state of stupor from celebrating his birthday then. I understand that. I haven't celebrated yet. Oh, tonight's a big night. Tonight's right. going to get sloshed. No, I'm going to go to the melting pot, have a nice dinner, and, and I then get, you're sloshed go and get sloshed. Then you go get sloshed, right. We can start there. They have nice martinis there. Oh, yeah, they yeah. do. Flavored. Absolutely. Chocolate martinis. 764 votes. I want to see real close to 800 by the top of the hour by noon to give me a little feeling that we got a shot at 1,000. If we can get 1,000 today, we will not put Lady Martez on from 10 to 2 the rest of the week. But if we don't, I don't want to like threaten or anything like that, but it could be pretty hairy. WQAM, hello. WQAM, hello. Good morning, sir. Yes, sir. <clears throat> For the guy who was calling earlier, um, the box set has everything. Right. I mean, the three, the whole three movies, all the extras, all the BS you yeah. want. I got it right when it came out. Absolutely. So if you want everything, set. that's the place to go. Get the box set. And you're set. talking about VHS, so this guy will probably don't even have a, a DVD Oh, please. Player. VHS. Get real, man. <laughs> yeah, what's that? <laughs> exactly. All right, senor. I, I appreciate the beta version myself. Thank you. Which is Francis. Grazie, amigo. Arrivederci. Anybody who says Arrivederci, you know, is either uh, somebody like Larry King, who's a Jew trying to be an Italian, or a Guido. Erzatz Italiani. Oh, listen up. There's La Mandolina again. There's Strumming. So that thing we played, Il Padrino, is not uh, Anthony, huh? No. It's a shame. Poor Anthony. You know, I, I'm getting really pissed off at myself because I'm getting sidetracked with this Godfather. That's your fault. Somebody's fault. I know. It's fine. President Bush says his best moment as president was the time he caught a seven-pound largemouth bass. Do you see this story? Yeah. 
This is this is so typical of an idiot, you know? This is what we're dealing That's right. with. That's right. It's all uh, Although, quite frankly, I would say that probably was his b biggest accomplishment, other than all the people that he caused to be butchered and uh, died and wounded and uh, lives destroyed. During his more than five years in orifice, Bush has traveled to the world's most impressive cities, met with world leaders, and entertained celebrities. But when the German newspaper Bild asked him to name his best and worst moments as president, Bush gave an offbeat answer about the best moment while giving a more predictable response about his worst. The most awful moment was 9-11, he said, adding that it took time to understand the depth of the terrorist attacks on the U.S., especially while I was sitting there in that classroom in Sarasota reading my pet goat and looking like a uh, deer lost in the headlights. I would say the toughest moment of all was after the whole reality sunk in. I was trying to help the nation understand what was going on, the nation, and at the same time be empathetic for those who had lost lives. I think he could have left the EM off, empathetic. Bush admitted it was not easy to pick a best moment because I've had a lot of great moments. Oh, oh. I would say the best moment was when I caught a seven-pound largemouth bass on my lake, he eventually said. He appeared to be joking about the catch, especially since a seven-plus pounder wouldn't wow any angler in the Lone Star State. A largemouth bass has to be more than 15 pounds to crack the top 50 biggest catches, according to the Texas Parks and Wildlife Department. But his answer was a whopper for political observers who've watched his administration stumble over the past year with the war in Iraq, Hurricane Katrina, a CIA leak probe, and the Dubai port steal, all of which have dragged his approval rating down there to 31 today. 31. 31. It was also reminiscent of a 2004 press conference when Bush was asked to name his biggest mistake and he couldn't come up with any. At least this is balanced, said Larry Sabato of the University of Virginia Center for Politics. He can't think of his worst mistakes or his best moments. Maybe that's how he sur survives. Oh, beauty. He also said, I doubt his wife will be pleased. If he wasn't going to name some official moment, at least he could have done was name some moment with Laura. Oh, we don't want to hear about those, especially the ones with a cucumber. Bush also said Sunday he gained a glimpse into German Chancellor Angela Merkel's soul when they met in Washington last week. He told Germany's ARD television that Merkel had described her youth in communist East Germany at a White House dinner Wednesday. She talked about, you know, her dad was a pastor, and she talked about the different pioneer clubs and schools. It also gave me a chance to get a glimpse into her soul. Uh, into her what? Oh, soul. Soul, soul, as in David's soul. And don't you dare play that damn thing. How about Jimmy Soul? If you want to be happy, you remember that song? I mean, I bet you don't have that. Forget about David Soul. How about Jimmy Soul? If you want to be happy for the rest of your life, let an ugly woman be your wife. Remember that? Oh, no. I can't believe it. Yeah, I remember. This man is a magic man. I haven't got any idea what year that I, I couldn't even come close to this. 63. Oh, older than me. Huh? Okay, that's not. Jimmy Soul, baby. That is his name. That is who it is, isn't it? Yes. Jimmy Soul. Just to let you know, the Guess Who with Bert, oh, without Burton Cummings. Well, the Guess Who without Burton Cummings is like the uh, Rolling Stones without Mick Jagger. Right? Right. I mean, what's the Guess? <laughs> well, you know, you type Soul in. I say, let's shoot a big hole in David Soul. Oh, he's probably already got one. Wreck him. Get him out of there. Get him off my chill, man. Get him off my chill. We're going to deport your ass. Ah. The guests who without Burton Cummings will be appearing at the third annual Metro-Dade City Parks Lovin' Sunday, May 21st. Well, isn't that... That is some sensational news, not... I got tentative plans to be there. Something I guess there isn't anybody in this audience ever played a slot machine next to Burton Cummings for a very long period of time while he and his uh, lady uh, friend or daughter, whoever she was, were winning and winning, and he was acting like a real jerk. You know, you know it's just as well that I, I didn't know who it was when he was sitting there. I had an inkling, but I because uh, I had ne hadn't seen him in a very long time, and boy, he's got you know the big pot belly now, and he looks about a hundred, which he probably is, old fart like me. 
Great voice, though, man. Great music. You can't knock it into music, but I just, I just don't want to know him, you know? Well, that's quiet. Yeah, it really is very low. Just absolutely great. And, and you see, this thing about meeting celebrities, boy, it sure ain't what it's cracked up to be. Like the time that guy brought his wife to meet me at the Dolphin game, and I just sat there like a lump while he thought I was going to get up and uh, start screaming and dance around to a Kazatsky. Why didn't you? Why didn't you dance a jig? Uh, I don't know. Could have danced to this. I just want to find out if she was an American woman, Monty. Or if she knew where I could find a good machine. Oh, did I, did I nail that or what? <laughs> I nailed it. Something I would buy last night I would like to have nailed, but that's a different story. Nailed American woman? No. I still, I still, you know, there's some things that you just, that linger in your mind. <laughs> oh, I just keep thinking about, what is that? More, oh, I see. Oh, yeah, no time. One of my, my favorite, possibly my favorite best But it's hard to choose, you know? Yeah, I don't want to choose. choose. I like Star Baby. Don't make me choose. I don't have that. I think I got it either. I love Star Baby. Good Canadian boys, the guess who, eh? So he was, okay, that's enough. So like I said, he was exactly what you'd expect him to be, some mugwump from, like, I don't know, Alberta or somewhere. Real uh, yahoo-looking guy. But, but great music. Oh, your taste in music is terrible, Neil. Okay, whatever you say. Idiots. 11.57 at 5.60 WQAM. If you love boating, you can go out and spend a fortune and buy you a boat, and then, boy, that's just the beginning of all the headaches. But here's the deal. Do something really smart if you want to have the uh, fun of boating, and that is call Club Nautico at 1-800-BOAT-RENT right now. Why pay all those expenses of owning a boat when you can rent one totally hassle-free? Join the club, Club Nautico. Call 1-800-BOAT-RENT. You'll be just amazed at how easy it is for you. They take all the grief and all the headache out of uh, enjoying the boating in South Florida. No docking costs, no expensive upkeep, no insurance, no hurricane preparation. And when you have a boat from Club Nautico, it's totally stress-free and truly affordable, too. Call 1-800-BOAT-RENT. You don't have to worry about getting the boat ready. Just like uh, they were doing there in, speaking of um, that Matt Damon movie. What tells the movie? Tell, tell Mr. Ripley. Ripley. They got the boat ready, and then the, the boat of them went out there, and, well, Jude Law didn't come back. No getting the boat ready. Club Nautico does it for you. No cleaning up either. They also take care of that. All of these uh, All of these things. things. At Club Nautico, just hop on your boat. Go have a sensational time. When you're done, pull into the dock, get off, and run away, and they'll take care of all the rest. It's that simple. Club Nautico, 1-800-BOAT-RENT. From unlimited boating to pay-as-you-go to small boats all the way up to yacht charters, Club Nautico are the people you want to be talking to. Call 1-800-BOAT-RENT and let Club Nautico tailor a plan to fit what you need and your budget, too. Get on the water today the smart way, the inexpensive, the hassle-free way by calling... Toll free one eight hundred boat rent. This is Neil Rogers. This is five sixty two AM. Mohammed Dave, and this portion of the Neil Rogers twelve to one hour is brought to you by the letter twelve. One two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve slices of pizza. All for me. <laughs> I am here, and you are... And I can't say it anymore. They took that for me. Thanks in no small part to that uh, midday show guy. Who, Boca? Yeah, yeah, that's the guy. Whoever the hell that is. You met him. I did it? Yes, out in the hallway. I don't know who it whoever it was. Let's take some calls, then, shall we? Prestigious uh, Bug Collier City. 
Hello. Yeah, hi, Mom. Yeah, yeah, well, you know what he is. Uh. When are people going to realize this? This is a sports show and nothing else. Absolutely. Nothing exists outside the gay world of sports. Yeah, and by the way, son, they paid me to ogle and admire men. This here is a show for men, about men. Like there's smelly bears and chaps. You stole the pizza? Huh? You stole the pizza? I did not take no pizza. You stole the pizza? <laughs> uh, don't be ridiculous. <laughs> you stole the pizza? I don't know what you're talking about. Stole the pizza? I didn't steal no pizza. Stole the pizza? No, I did not steal no pizza. Stole the pizza? Now see here. I ain't no pie burglar. Stole the pizza. I did not steal the the pizza. I only had one slice. Well, okay. So it was a whole pie. Who cares? Those bums had no power. I was hungry. I sacrificed a lot, too, you know. There was no Dr. Brown. Just don't taste the same without the Dr. Browns. That's Brutus. And that Murrow once said, good night. And kiss my ass. Dr. Brown's black cherry, that is, of course, for the uh, real connoisseur, the discriminating connoisseur. Didn't you tell me you don't like black cherry? I don't like black cherry. Well, too bad. I'll take that. You we can have, have whatever you want. Right. I just have regular, thank you. Well, I'll go right ahead. 1203 at 560WQM. We got the 804 vote. We got our 800 by the top of the hour, by the time little hand struck the big hand. So I think we're on our way to maybe 1,000 votes today. Otherwise, we've got Lenny Martez and Joe Zagacki all week long, all day. Priscilla Gray is repulsed. When she met, now I'm I'm going through my pile here, and I'm not uh, messing. Don't let me even think about messing with oh, that phone. Oh, please okay? don't we, read. We, got, we got this far today, all the way till noon. And if you notice, I'm sure Josh has noticed. We haven't really uh, gotten the weirdos. Not not a single one. You well, know what? It's for I, my birthday. They're doing you a favor. In honor of Josh's birthday, they're gonna the weirdos are laying out. You know the <laughs> eight people who make about ninety percent of our calls. Those people, that crowd. Yeah, that's sure. I'm not bringing the phone or maybe, right or maybe they got the butterfly net out and they just rounded them up, which would be a blessing to the human race. But nevertheless, I got a, I got a big pile. I got to like uh, get to my appointed rounds, including more Godfather music. Now I don't know what that is. The pickup. I don't know what they're picking up. Michael. Yeah. Oh, is that what that was? They were driving all around town. Oh, yeah. Oh, we go to New Jersey? Remember? And then he made a U-turn there on the bridge. That's a good move. This is called a Sicilian pastoral. Siciliano pastoral. Anyway, uh, she's repulsed when she imagines Jesus and Mary Magdalene married. But the Delray Beach mother of two has learned this claim is one of the central premises of the Da Vinci Code. The controversial thriller opens in theaters May 19. My suggestion to Priscilla is don't go and see it. Right. The film is based on the best-selling novel by Dan Brown. The book, which was published in 2003, has sold more than 40 million copies. Wow, what a whopping number. Many Christians dispute its assertions about the history documents and ancient rituals of Christianity. Among the claims, Jesus and Mary Magdalene had a daughter whose descendants began a royal bloodline in France. Hmm. So I guess their first child wasn't necessarily a masculine child, although no. it might have been. Maybe it was a, she was kindled in Cheney's daughter. These are great masses out there who think it's factual, Gray said, or there are. I can't even speak about it without shaking, she said. Isn't that, isn't that pathetic? She it's can't sad. speak it's about it without shaking. Sad. She ought to get together with my Lutheran neighbor across the street. Another getchki. Gray 51 hasn't read the book because she considers it a waste of time, but she's helping organize a group of Catholics who will march in front of movie theaters in Boca, Delray Beach, and Boynton Beach the weekend the movie opens. They're going to be marching. Wow. Yeah. I'm going to have to go see it a lot now, I guess. 
Catholics are not the only Christians to criticize the film. Baptists, members of the Assemblies of God and Churches of Christ and non-denominational Christians are hosting seminars and using their pulpits to deride the film directed by Ron Howard and starring the unctuous Tom Hanks, who says life is like a box of chocolates. They had, in fact, they had to redo that movie because uh, Ray Nagin didn't like the way he said chocolates, so they had to redo it so he said life, life is like a box chocolate. of chocolates. Chocolate. What has most pastors up in arms is people who are nominally interested in Christianity will buy into it is the truth, said the Reverend Craig Younce of Palms West Community Church in West Palm Beach. Craig Younce, who puts more bounce to the ounce. The novel begins with the murder of a curator at the Louvre Museum in Paris. The curator's granddaughter and a Harvard University professor team up to solve clues the curator left behind. Their sleepless trek takes them from France to England to Scotland as they seek the Holy Grail, which they believe is the cup that caught Jesus' blood on the cross. Oh, let's drink from that cup. But they lies Ed Ames would say, my cup runneth over. I think Ray Whitney once said that, too. But they later come to believe the Holy Grail is a human being. Along the way, the professor explains facts about early Christianity that he believes were manipulated and misconstrued in later centuries. I wonder if Aaron Gavey ever said that. The Jesus-Mary Magdalene coupling is one of several allegations of the book that outraged Christians. The book also claims the Emperor Constantine invented Jesus' divinity and early Christians participated in goddess worship ceremonies. Oh, my God, what a bunch of geskies. What you find in the book is not reflective of historical documents, said Monsignor Francis Maniscalco of the U.S. Conference of Catholic Bishops. Maniscalco. I just like saying it. There is no evidence that Jesus was married to Mary Magdalene or that he wanted her to leave the church. And there's also no evidence that he wasn't married to Mary Magdalene and wanted her to leave the church. There's no evidence that Jesus was... Anything. Period. To encourage discussion about the film, Sony Pictures Entertainment launched a website, thedavincichallenge.com, where scholars offer their perspectives. Ain't that sweet? Not every Christian scholar is planning to protest. Then it goes on with a list of some who ain't protesting. Congregants at Palm Beach Baptist Church in Lake Worth have been encouraged to read the book and see the movie. Two Christian scholars will discuss the book. I mean, talk about wasting time on caca, man. Caca. Like arguing about how many, uh, you know, how many goofballs can dance on the head of a pin. It's just, it's just caca. Twenty. The answer is twenty. No, I think the answer is about thirty, man. How do you like that? Frank says one of the rudest to me is what I refer to as lunch stalkers. People that look for you when they know you're probably having lunch to see what you're eating and then ask you 20 questions about what you're eating. That's why I eat my, heat my lunch quickly, then run like a son of a bitch to my car, lock the doors, park under a tree, and put on the Neil Rogers show. Nice going, Frank. Excellent choice. All right. I wish I had Frank's problems. Now, I don't, I've never heard of a lunch stalker before. Well, I mean, people, you? like, if you're having something for lunch and someone is about to order and it looks interesting what you're having, they ask you about it, like, hey, is that good or is it crap? Really? Yeah, and you say, well, it's good or it's crap. And do they reach over and say, hey, can I taste a little of that to see if I want to order that? Yeah, no, they don't do they that. They take their fork and, and kind of like get up and reach over to the next table and just stab like a piece of veal or something. I mean, it's not going to hurt. The baby cow is already dead, so, you know, you can't do any more pain to the baby cow. That's what Veal Rogers says. Is it true that they out. tenderize the veal while the cow is still alive? I don't know. I hope so. Just to piss off the veal lady. 860, and I wonder if, it's, if the veal makes a real squeal. If it didn't squeal, it ain't a meal. Oh, what a deal, says Neil. 816 votes on the poll. What's the... We better get this poll going, man. We, if we aren't at 900 by the top of the 1 o'clock hour, I'm going to start having Green Apple Quick Step right in this very nice uh, office chair I'm sitting in. I wonder how long this chair is going to last. I mean, you know, the, these kind of chairs that you put together, they have a habit of, like, uh, all of Falling a sudden... Falling apart? Yeah. Did that one there ever fall apart? We uh, have to tighten it periodically. Oh, this one's also got the same thing. You can tighten it. It's got a screw loose. Like Bob Vermouth. Whatever happened with him? Is he still alive? Yeah. Did I ever tell you the time he made such a jackass out of himself in Amsterdam? I guess I've told you that many times. Let me tell you again. Yeah, do it. <laughs> in every respect, the time that Peter and Yolanda took us to dinner at some Indonesian uh, restaurant. Oh, what a jerk. 
What's the rudest thing people do? I'd say that one of the rudest things they do is come to Amsterdam to build a studio, and then before they get it completed in working condition, they get on a plane and go back to Miami. That was pretty rude. That was rude and crude. He's just not the kind of guy I want to be involved with in Amsterdam, Bob Vermouth, you know? In fact, just last night at Woodbine, I saw a guy that I wouldn't mind being involved with in Amsterdam, or even, even here. Uh, what's the rudest thing people do? Cell phone abuse, 206. Cutting in line, 124. Peeing on the toilet seat, 106. Oh, God. 107. See, that just as I said, another one. Another drop hit the seat. Speak in Espanol, 92. And, of course, we're not talking about in your, you know, in your house with your family. Talk whatever. Talk in the Sanskrit for all we care. What do we care? But we're talking about in public. When you're out there in English-speaking places like America, don't know piquetipani, okay, in front of other people. Because we always assume you're talking about us, and, of course, you usually are. We are. You know, Speaking I in Spanish. saw some people signing in sign language, and I went over there and said, hey, talk out loud. Yeah. We want to know what the hell you're saying. Speaking of, well, yeah, but these are people who, of course, can speak English, but can't do it unless, only when it's convenient, you know? Uh-huh. Only when they're listening to what you're saying about them. They, then they, they understand very, very well. they're not in America, where it's a free country. Driving slow in the left lane. for No, it, it, it's also free to be offended by that and to be pissed right. off. They're free to do whatever the they're hell they free want. free to be an ass. That, that's correct. Driving slow in the left lane, speaking of being an ass, 41. Farting in public, only 40. I, I don't know why you people aren't like, uh, I guess it doesn't bother you. Huh? Maybe you enjoy it. Maybe they haven't had the pleasure. Oh, c- come on. Is there anybody alive, lucky. come on, who's never been in a store in an elevator where somebody cut some bad, bad, bad malodorous cheese? Get out of here, man. Never had the pleasure. My ass. Oh, right believe me, you don't want to. Farting in public, 40. A steel parking space is 39. Being loud while people are sleeping, 35, or trying to sleep anyway. Flaunt their well, 35. I hate this poll, 34. People who don't return phone calls, 33. Greg. Tailgaters, 18. Picking your nose in public, 10. Uh, uh, burping in public still has only three. The whole show has had those same three who are offended by the loud belch. <laughs> and stealing food off someone's plate. You just put it on there. It's already got one out of 821. I think we'll make that 1,000 today. Confidence is, I would say, uh, uh, menza menza. So-so. Midland. It's Midland. Whatever the hell Midland is. I think uh, probably the Banjo Boy group explain Midland to Sounds like they're kind of lingo, don't it? It's right around here, right around the middle. Yeah, right around the middle. Probably in the middle limb on the tree where the Banjo Boy is sitting and picking it right now. Picking and grinning. That's our, that's our motto here at, uh, BB, at Beasley Boy Group Incorporated. Banjo Boy. Picking and grinning. We're picking it and uh, you're grinning. With lightning quick speeds, the latest features in security, Comcast high-speed internet leaves DSL in the dust. And today you can get on board for just $9.95 a month for two months. With an always-on connection speed of 6 megabytes, Comcast high-speed Internet is up to four times faster than DSL-1.5 and up to 100 times faster than that old-fashioned, silly-ass dial-up. Whether you're downloading music, watching streaming video, playing online games, or just surfing your favorite sites, and we can't even begin to imagine what those might be, Comcast Reliable Fast Connection means you'll be flying through the Internet with the greatest of ease. Plus, when you sign up for Comcast High-Speed Internet, you'll get instant access to free features like the fan, video mail, Comcast Rhapsody Radio Plus, and up to seven personal email accounts just to be named in a few. Not only that, but you also get included McAfee security tools so you can be assured your Internet experience is always going to be safe and secure. So what could you possibly be waiting for? Start doing more faster than you ever could before. Don't be a slowpoke. Sign up for Comcast High-Speed Internet today for just $9.95 a month for two months. You wonder how have you ever managed to live without it. Indeed, call 305-COMCAST and in prestigious 954-COMCAST. This is Neil Rogers. Rock, rock, rock solid. This is 562 QAM. Care about black people. Absolutely. Don't like 
all the harper. Every time I see that retarded dimwit on my TV, he's president of Abu Republican muscle and an articulate idiot. I don't know why they would want this guy, but now he's here. President Thumb. Oh, what I can do to vote once more and get who we all voted for. If you want this, don't come from it, stupid You don't care what it took. You got 'em in by hook or crook. The Christian right knows what's best for you and I. But have no fear, we've got a great leader here with President Trump. Honey Pagano, they still haven't put that story about Lou Dobbs and the uh, the Latino talk host um, urging people to name their babies uh, sarcastic names after Lou Dobbs. It's not on their website. On certainly not news. I hate when they do that. They put on, you know, very rarely they put anything really interesting, amusing, entertaining on their show, and then finally yeah. Yeah, they do, and you, you look to find more about it, and it's not there. They can name their kids Baba Lou, Baba Lou, in honor of Desi Arnaz, or Lou Dobbs. Right, Baba Lou Dobbs. I see. Here's Ed in Fort Lauderdale says, nothing is worse than somebody who has to get in your face to talk and has breath that melts paint off the walls. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, baby. Those they usually get a little spit in there, too. He must be talking about my old friend Dr. Ron from Philly at the hockey games. What do you think of <laughs> <or> Clement? <laughs> what do you think of <laughs> Dornhofer? <laughs> God. Then I would rip him on the ear, and his wife would go out in the hallway and cry at the hockey game. I'd get over Oh, you know, just stay the hell away from me, Chris. I'm not there anyway, so that's another good... I can give you so many good reasons, about 8,000 of them, why the hell not to be there. Any more than necessary. I'll be there this summer very briefly, and believe me, it'll be a quick in and out, as they say. Boy, the old Dr. Ron. What do you think of Dorhoffer? Think the Flyers are up together. Yeah, flyers are really did a good job there, Doc. There's only one Doc that knows his hockey, and that's old Doc Emmerich, who ain't that good anyway. Let's do some hockey talk. What do you say? I bet you I can find some hockey on my TV right now, being in uh, hockey, huh? What do you think? Go for it. Oh, it's Chris Cuthbert again. It's uh, Jersey against the Carolina against. Americans don't say against, Chris. Quit being such a damn Canuck, will you please? Yeah, there's Jamie Langerbrunner. He don't look too bad. Hey, Jamie, take your clothes off, sweetheart. Well, this is last night's game. Nothing could be finer than a win by Carolina. There you go. See, we got that one on there last night's game. We're right on top of this stuff. Then there's always Leafs lunch with Bill Waters. Deserved a much better fate. Yeah, you see that? So we got we're, we got hockey up the uh, old rink. Anyway, getting back to the Da Vinci Code, which seems to be very controversial, and we avoid controversy like the plague on this show. 
Uh, the director of the upcoming religious thriller, The Da Vinci Code, says he sees no need for a disclaimer labeling the film a work of fiction, provoking a rebuke on Monday from Catholic group Opus Dei. Oh, I wonder if they're kin to Doris Day. What a crock of crap. Opus Dei, my ass. Yeah, they beat themselves, you know. With chains. With chains. With whips and chains. With chains, man. Filmmaker Ron Howard has acknowledged the controversy renewed by his film of Dan Brown's best-selling novel, which depicts Opus Dei as a shadowy sect at the heart of a murderous conspiracy to conceal dark secrets of the early Christian church. How about the dark secrets of the more recent Christian church, as in revealed in Godfather 3, like the Vatican banking mm-hmm. scandal, Banco Ambrosiano, my ass. Or the, the more recent huh? Catholic church, which is the, uh, lip, the rape, the rape of all them little boys. That ain't so recent. That's been going on for years. Well, they're just 50 years plus. Easy. But the Oscar-winning director of A Beautiful Mind rejected the notion that his latest film should carry a disclaimer as requested by Opus Dei, stating what he said was already obvious. This is a work of fiction. Uh, you know, th- this business, uh, and uh, like I said, it's that, what is the name of the uh, group again in the 30s, the uh, Catholic, you're, you're the one that knows. Which group? The one that censor all the films. Oh, the Hayes uh, The Hayes Commission. Commission. Yeah. There's something in the Catholic theory. It's the Farbison, like that William Donahue guy. They, they, they think that some, somebody uh, died and gave them the right to decide to, to censor what the hell we can see and who can write what and who can... Re- Screw you, man. Somebody did die, a lot of people, and they killed them. Yeah, that's right. They made them an offer that they did refuse, and that was a bad mistake, okay? When a church makes you an offer, say, yes, sir, yes, sir, yeah, that's it, and then just uh, chuckle, you know. Mm-hmm. And dummy up. This is a work of fiction that presents a set of characters that are affected by these conspiracy theories and ideas, Ronnie Howard told the L.A. Times on Sunday. He was Opie, wasn't he, on that awful show? What was that show he was on? He was just... The Andy Griffith show? Yeah, Opie. I wonder who was Anthony. I guess Anthony was Michael's son. Hey, Anthony. You fairy! Those characters in this work of fiction act and react on that premise. It is not theology. It is not history. To start off with a disclaimer, spy thrillers don't start off with disclaimers, he said. Good for you, Ron. Butch up, sweetheart. Let him have it. Opus Day, which urged will be distributed to Sony Pictures in April to consider writing a disclaimer, expressed disappointment with Howard's stance. They said they said he could have stood up a little straighter, more like a man. A disclaimer could have well, with his stance. A disclaimer could have been a way to suffer. Uh, that would be like saying he didn't like Stan Musial's stance, okay? You ever see Stan Musial bat? I'm sure you didn't, Josh. And then who was the other guy, the left-handed hitter, who used to hold the bat way up? Uh, very strange. You never saw those guys. Probably not. Craig Council does it now. Does he really? I, I don't. I don't like that. I mean, I, I guess it works for them, but it just seems to me it's an extra. It, it's an extra effort to get the bat down into the uh, strike zone and hit the ball. You know, well, it, he uh, says that he drops his hands so that helps him keep them up. Really? That's what he says. A disclaimer could have been a way for someone to show the company wants to be fair and respectful in its treatment of Christians of the Catholic Church. Opus Day's U.S. spokesman Brian Finnerty said yesterday. Brian Finnerty. Oh yeah, Finnerty Donahue. You see all the relationship there, huh? Mm-hmm. The film, which opens May 19, stars Tom Hanks as a Harvard scholar who teams up with a French cryptologist played by Audrey Tattoo to solve a murder mystery. I, well, I thought Tattoo was on uh, looking at the plane. The plane was Hervé Villachez was Tattoo. That's right. To solve a murder mystery entwined in the works of Leonardo da Vinci and the supposed alternate history of Christianity. I think they need to solve the mystery in the, uh, uh, entwined in the works of Leonardo DiCaprio. That, that's a mystery to me. What the hell's he got that we're not seeing? What, light bulb what's he head. got? Oh, wait. That we're not seeing? A central, pre- a central premise of the story. Well, we already did do that. Opus Day is upset in the church. Just like when The Godfather came out, it was the same cockerai, man. It was still hawking and carrying on. Oh, it's offensive to the Well, you know, too bad. Be offended. All those people that you guys killed years ago, they're right. offended too, but it's too late. Everybody's offended. They offend me. Just like me. by this show. If you don't like it, go away. Okay, get lost. There's 80 million other shows. Go away. 
We're not changing the show to make some getchki out there happy because we're knocking religion. Too stinking bad, okay? Go back in the... In fact, I won't say go back in the Stone Ages. You're already there. Your brain has been stolen from you. Call the police. Report a theft. Your brain has been stolen. Your cranium is empty. In fact, just look around us at QAM, man. Oh, my God. There's, there's enough evidence there. Oh, there's General Michael Hayden goose-stepping down the hall, the uh, supposed new director of the CIA, although... I got a whole... I got stuff, man. I got some serious stuff. Even Denny Hastert, the big, fat House Majority Leader, said, I don't think so. We don't need no military guy directing the CIA. It's bad. Bad. And you know what? In this case, he happens to be... Absolutely correct, sir. That fat turd Denny Hastert from Illinois. Hey, if you think you have termites in your home, you better do the smart thing right now before it gets out of control and they just chew your house up for lunch, dinner, and uh, breakfast. Call Riddit Pest Control today for a free termite inspection. Riddit Pest Control uses that amazing orange oil treatment I've been telling you about for a long time, and it kills those termites and their eggs 100% on contact. They're gone faster than you can say Bob Vermouth's an idiot. If you have termites, it's the best possible way to get rid of them. You don't have to tent your home and make a spectacle to your house. You don't have to worry about poisonous gas. You don't have to move out or stay in hotels while the air clears. No worrying about food or pets in your health either. It's a piece of cake. They treat your home with this amazing orange oil. You don't have to leave it all. In fact, when Riddit is done treating your property, the only thing left behind is the clean scent of oranges for just a few days. You'll be climbing on the walls and ceiling just sniffing them. It's true. If you have a termite problem, call Riddit Pest Control right now and find out about this amazing orange oil treatment that kills termites and their eggs 100% on contact. No tending, no BS, no kidding. Call right now for a free inspection. Absolutely, positively no obligation. Call 1-800-447-4348. That's 1-800-447-4348. And when you call Riddit, be sure and mention to them that Todd Dreck told you to call. They'll know exactly what you're talking about. 1-800-447-4348. This is Neil Rogers. This is 562 AM. This is better than sex. Absolutely. Who's the Scientologist that turned out to be a hypocrite? Shut. You're damn right. Who is the dude that gets mad when they put down some food? Can you dig it? Who's the cat that's making fun of every other religion? Shut. Right on. This is Chef, his one brainwashed mother. Shut your mouth. I'm talking about Chef. Then we can dig it. He's a two-faced blowhard, but no one understands him but our Ron Hubbard. Excuse me, but I do believe that's up to Trump 33-2701, we got Kim Bocamper with two Mad Dog and four Marlins in the uh, Braves Eddie K after the baseball schweinerei. The FBI is investigating whether the number three official at the CIA improperly intervened in the award of contracts to a businessman who has been implicated in the congressional bribery scandal, a law enforcement official said Monday. CIA Executive Director Kyle Dusty Fago already was under investigation by the agency's Inspector General in connection with his relationship to San Diego businessman Brent Wilkes. That's uh, Dusty Fago who's uh, stepped aside, by the way. The FBI recently opened its own probe of Fago, a longtime and close friend of Wilkes, the official said, speaking only on condition of anonymity because the investigation is underway. (laughs) 
Fago has decided to retire from the CIA following the resignation last Friday of CIA Director Porter Mishagas, intelligence official said yesterday. Also, of course, speaking on condition of anonymity. The official noted that new CIA directors have traditionally chosen their own executive directors who run the agency's day-to-day operations. Wilkes has been described in court papers as an underdotted co-conspirator in a plot to bribe then-Representative Randy Duke Cunningham, now serving a federal prison term for taking a $2.4 million from government contract bribe. FBI agents have also been looking into whether Wilkes supplied Cunningham with prostitutas, limousines, and hotel suites. Fago sometimes attended poker parties at the hotel rooms. He said there was nothing untoward about his presence. Right. Probably brought frankincense and myrrh. That was probably his presence. Isn't that what the uh, three wise men brought? That's right. And gold. Right. I'll take the gold. You have the frankincense. And uh, Josh can have the myrrh. Yeah, whatever that is. Exactly. It's a what balm. Is it? What is it? A balm. B-O-M-B or B-A-L-M? Take a pick. Welcome to uh, WBLM, the big bomb on your radio, dog. <laughs> oh, yeah. Have you seen the book? <laughs> yeah, it was a balm. It was a bomb, all right. In fact, it's, uh, the weather outside is kind of balmy, like an Iraqi and Bullwinkle bit. I, I'm just I'm incoherent. I don't know what it is. <laughs> it's great. What? What? I, I'm enjoy- I like it when I'm incoherent, when I have like a... Uh, oh, yeah. me too. That's my favorite. Is it really? I thought your favorite was when we take those great calls. Oh, well, nothing Which, can Which, by the way, we're not taking any more today. No. Oh, gee, what, what is this without the audio? Yeah, that's exactly correct. Don't look a gift horse in the ass, man. We got all the way to noon without any of that uh, crap, swill. Any of those eight people who, by the way, will be taken out before this year ends. They will be taken out. Not taken out for dinner like George is taking uh, Josh out tonight. Just taken out. And then, of course, shot. On the day Catherine Harris made it official that she is a candidate for the U.S. Senate, guess what? Her colleagues in the Republican Party made it clear that they're ready to work for somebody else. <laughs> Some, someone they In fact, the Jebster said she can't win. That was your fat-ass governor. That was his very right. succinct comment. Uh, in fact, that's in the story. Why Thanks for all your there? help, Catherine. Uh, bug off. Someone they believe can actually defeat incumbent U.S. Senator Bill Nelson. Well, guess what? Nobody ain't going to beat Bill Nelson. No way. The man of the hour is Alan Bentz, 54, an affable get-along politician from the Panhandle, who is finishing out his term as Speaker of the State House. The loudest voice Monday against Harris's trouble campaign came from the most important Republican of Florida, her former boyfriend, fat-ass Governor Jeb Bush. I just don't believe she can win, Bush said. <clears throat> and, of course, there were a lot of rumors that in 2000, when they were busy fixing the Florida uh, election returns, that there was a little hanky-spanky going on between them two. But, of course, those were just rumors. Right. Back when she was um, like a plane, just a campaign river. director in the state of Florida for his brother's uh, chances. The governor is using his considerable influence to persuade the Panama state lawmaker to take the plunge by Friday's filing deadline in the Senate race. Many of the governor's financial supporters say they're ready to open their wallets. Legislators say they'll give Benz access to their political networks, and those closest to Benz say he's finding the office up increasingly enticing. He's intrigued by it. The governor is clear. I got a great idea. If Stern's coming back to terrestrial radio, let's put him back on the air in the morning again. All right. Doesn't that sound like a really good idea? In fact, Duff can, yeah, Duff can put those headphones back on and get back on the dump buttons again. The governor's clear affection for Benz will open a lot of pocketbooks, said John Thrasher, former House Speaker and Bush advisor. They're waiting to find out when does the real game start, and the real game starts this week. I think he's going to get in, he said. Benz didn't return calls Monday seeking comment. Spent much of the, much of the day talking to Republicans from South Florida to Washington, D.C. to assess the pluses and minuses, said Tosin Fraser, his communication director. Tosin. Wow. There aren't a lot of minuses, Fraser acknowledged, to run a campaign on this time schedule with immense support is hard to find. Catherine, they want you out, honey. You thought that you were in, and they want your ass back out. You ain't got a Chinaman's chance in purgatory, sweetheart. Bye-bye. Don't let the door hit you in the ass on the way out, bitch. Now, let's see. Let me take a look and see how we're... I just want to make sure we get around 900, by the way. Oh, 872. Piece of cake, baby. It's that same cake that Michael was offering to Kay in Godfather 3. Cake? Cake. 
And she she ain't eating it, but he is, and he's got he's always going into these diabetic comas, okay? Frantically re reaching for orange juice and candy at Il Vaticano, the jackass. But that was the uh, that was the good priest. He's a good man, good priest. Uh -huh. I'm trying to think of the name of the actor, a very famous actor that played that priest, who became the uh, Pope. I think you better Google Godfather Three. I have. That was his name. Very, 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 very pretty. Uh, I don't know who it was. Now, how are you going to find that? Carefully. Well, I guess it'll probably be under the Pope. There's only two Popes in there. There was the old Pope, which they uh, poisoned his tea, and he woke up a Morto. Well, yeah, I guess he don't wake up Morto. He just don't wake up, period. And then, of course, uh, the new Pope. What the hell is his name? Oh, was it Cardinal Lamberto? That's it, Cardinal Lamberto. Raph Vallone. Oh, that's not who I thought it was. Never heard of him. Can't even Raph find a Vallone? picture of him. Italian huh? guy. Oh yeah, you don't remember him? He had that. He was the one with the red beanie. Oh, on. I remember. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Come on, you don't remember him? Jeez. No, I remember him. I just uh, there's no picture to oh. to see what uh, he looked like. Uh, well, you don't need stuff. a picture, man. He looked like uh, an old Getchke is what he looked like to me. And Archbishop Gilday was that the one that they uh, threw down the. Uh, there was only one archbishop. That's the one that went flying with those flying robes as he was like, after he got like, uh, after Al Neary did a little number on him, and he was flying. You notice he was floating. You notice that? Right. Floating down the uh, stairwell. 12.40, 20 before, and I was thinking to myself, well, well, well. Just like in a clockwork orange. Well, well, well. What a great line it is. Those Brits, man, it's just, how come they can't speak? Well, what, what is that? I understand that there are different dialects like New Yorkers in Boston and... But what is that all about, you know? I mean, that's, that's not even Which a dialect. Word? It's just illiteracy. Which dialect? They got, a, they got several ways. Well, what do you call it? Is that so Cockney? Cockney is the one where it's all down and dead. Like that. Oh, you know, I see. Apples and pears going up there. Yeah, what's that? Well, 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 I think that's just illiterate. Of course, that was Dim, you know? I guess that's why they called him Dim. Maybe he was illiterate. That's the, uh, the low rent kind of uh, British talking. And then, of course, there's a the very proper talking. Right. You know, it's, it's one thing to like Ludwig Vaughn. It's another thing when they crank it up just a little bit too loud, you know? And you can't, can't get out of the... See, I, I, I don't recall that from seeing it the first 400 times, but the last time it was on, I don't think I ever noticed that scene where they had the speakers on oh, the yeah. table all pointed toward the, uh, right. the the room he was in. To drive him nuts at yeah. work. Oh, I knew they were doing yeah. that, but I just didn't know where those speakers were. Uh-huh, right here. <laughs> He had a nice sound system, that guy. Oh, he had one hell of a system, man. He was a little on the shaky side, but and he, also he had that drooling problem, you know, a little yeah, dribbling well, problem. Kind of yeah. like Shaq, he had a little problem dribbling. Alex okay, that's so. enough. One of the all-time great movies, man. It's right in there with the uh, network and Godfather. Godfather? Oh, there we go again with that. No, I keep trying to find that part where uh, I'm telling you. part where Marlon Brando was uh, dancing with Talia Shire with time. Wasn't it? Right. Maybe not. At any rate, pretty sure it was. I'll have the, uh, yeah, I was thinking this during the last break. How many times could you possibly watch that and still enjoy it? Because uh, I must I have know. watched, among the whole three, uh, the trilogy, I must have watched it probably 200 times already. Yeah. 
That sounds about right. And, and when you know every, you know the dialect by heart. I mean, there's like no surprises. You know what I mean? No. It's not going to change. But nevertheless, there's still something that they got you on the hook. You know, it's like sure. religion. They got you hooked, and it becomes a part of your brain. It's like that spin symbol on the Wheel of Fortune uh, machines, mine. Same thing. Brainwashed. 1243 at QAM. Hey, what's better than staying cool and comfortable in the sweltering South Florida heat all year long? Not just during the summertime, but all year long when it's usually hotter than hell on wheels. How about getting an instant $1,200 cool cash rebate on the world's smartest air conditioner, the five-star edition of the Carrier Infinity System? And to make things even better for you, it's easy to get it because you can get this fabulous system from Royce Air and Heat, where they've been taking great care of Tri-County area families for three generations. As a Carrier Factory authorized dealer, Royce guarantees your 100% satisfaction, and that guarantee is backed by Carrier, the people who invented air conditioning and now invented the Carrier Infinity System. This is really amazing. This new system actually performs a daily diagnostic check and then adjusts itself to give you maximum efficiency. And don't forget now to maintain maximum efficiency on your current air conditioner. Join the Royce Air and Heat Comfort Club. Twice a year, they come to your home, they inspect and tune up your system. And if you ever have any kind of problem with your AC, you'll enjoy priority same-day service and 10% off any needed repairs. All of these things things. for just 110 bucks a year. So whether you choose the two-speed Infinity System with Puron or peace of mind all year round by being a member of the Comfort Club, either way, make the smart choice the Royce choice, R-O-Y-C-E. Royce Air and Heat, it's a toll-free call, 1-800-377-0075. Stay cool and uh, comfortable all year round with Royce Air and Heat, 1-800-377-0075. This is Neil Rogers. This is 1249, 11 to 1 at QM. Boy, this thing is flying by today, ain't it? It's uh, floating by. I'm sure you've seen, oh, speaking of floating, what a good segue. See, your psychic power is kick- kicking in again. Yeah, they're rubbing off. Gay tourist heating after Caribbean island attack. You saw this, I'm sure. No. You didn't see this? No. A young CBS News employee is recovering in Miami Beach from a near-fatal gay bashing during a vacation last month in St. Martin. Two were arrested on Saturday. Now, I've been trying for very, very, uh, two things. For gay and straight and undecided and bi and everybody else, don't go on cruises in the first place. And number two, uh, gay people, don't go to the Caribbean. They hate you like poison. Right. They're homophobic. In fact, they're generally bigoted in a period. That's all. Don't go to the Caribbean. It's like a cesspool. I think I think that was a kind, you know, I, I'm, an understatement. Don't go there. Okay. Are you going to the Caribbean? Now, of course, I'm not including Cuba in there because obviously none of our audience is going to Cuba unless they fly to Canada first and get an Air Canada flight and go to Cuba. Right. I ain't going there anyway. Why not? Embargo, baby. Embargo what? There's an embargo. Let me say it again. You could fly up here. I know you can. 
But that I would put your ass on a plane. You'd fly from Toronto to Havana or wherever the hell you want to go, and then uh, you come back here and then go back to uh, Miami. You don't want to do that? No, thanks. You don't want to go visit Elian and uh, uh, Miguel, uh, whatever his name was, Cabrera uh, Gonzalez? No, I'm good. How about Josh? Would you like to go to Cuba? Miguel will take you. Josh didn't come back from that last break. Uh-oh. Uh-huh. Now, what was he eating this morning during the show? Yeah. I hope you don't have green apple crisp up. That could throw you know, a real I, uh, monkey I did notice he was eating a bowl of chili. Oh, he was eating a big bowl of chili. Well, that'll do it. In fact, he's probably dropping some chili. Well, at any rate. Ryan Smith's communication skills earned him an internship in the Clinton White House. He talked his way to jobs with David Letterman and CBS News. But today, Smith, 25, has trouble saying and writing simple words. While he and friends vacationed April 6th on the Caribbean island of San Martin, a small group chased him down, yelled gay slurs, and smashed Smith's skull with a tire iron. Bunch of friendly folks down there. So don't go to uh, the Caribbean, uh, even with Rosie, especially with Rosie. Two people were arrested Saturday and are scheduled to appear in court today. Chief Prosecutor Taco Stein told the Miami Herald, What kind of a name is that, uh, Taco? And by the way, Prosecutor Stein, no es picante. Taco Stein. You ever hear that name? No. I've heard of Paco, but not Taco. The attack has drastically changed Smith's life. He and his boyfriend are living in Miami Beach while he undergoes weeks of treatment for his brain injuries. His parents, who didn't even know he was gay till they learned of the attack, have come from Ohio to help him out. Smith's thought process and memory seem fine. The greatest reminder of the near-fatal beating, not including the surgical scar that circles the left side of his head, is his trouble speaking and writing. For someone who earned a master's degree in journalism from Columbia University, worked as a page for Late Show with David Letterman, and been working as a production secretary for CBS's 48 Hours in New York, that's been enormously difficult. Muy difícil. He was never at a loss for words. That hasn't changed. He still has a lot to say, as Mother Patricia Smith said, but he was always able to finish his sentences, unlike Father... Uh, what that was his name? Gagan. Gagan. I do word association with that. Oh, yeah. Gay. After Gagan. the after the attack, Smith and Dick Jefferson, 51, a senior producer at CBS News, were airlifted to Jackson Memorial. Jefferson suffered a fractured skull and had to have a titanium plate inserted in his head, but was able to return to New York a few days later. Smith's injuries were more extensive. His skull was fractured, and surgeons needed to remove bone fragments lodged in his brain. There's still a soft spot on the left side of his head where doctors removed part of his skull. He needs at least one more surgery to replace the hole with a plate. Doctors expect Smith to make a full recovery, though they don't know how long it will take. Um, Smith has trouble remembering the attack, which occurred about 3 a.m. near Sunset Beach Bar in Beacon Hill, Dutch St. Martin. His boyfriend, Justin Swenson, can't forget. We were just holding each other in the bar. We weren't kissing, not making out. Some guys just started screaming and yelling, overreacting. I heard one of them say, butt boys, butt boys. Bugaron. <laughs> the, the bouncer asked if we would move. We did because we didn't want any trouble, said Swenson, 23, a New York fashion model. As Smith and Swenson left uh, Bamboo Bernie's bar, one of the men tossed a chair at them. Neither was hit. The bar manager ordered the angry men to leave. Outside, Smith and Swenson met up with Jefferson and a few other friends. Suddenly, a white car with three or four people inside tried to run them down. The car clipped Smith, knocking him down. I saw the car stop and somebody get out, Swenson said. From inside the car, a man began throwing paint cans at Smith, Swenson, and others. Swenson ran to get help. I was panicked, he said. Then a guy says to me, you got to get out of here or something bad's going to happen to you. All of a sudden, I see Ryan staggering back. I can see he's covered in blood. Blood is pouring out of the wound in his head. I see Dick with a shocked look on his face. He's holding his head. For the first few days, I oh, Joyce, I'm not going to do it. Believe me. Not even Careful. Careful. Just keep moving. For the first few days after the attack, St. Martin police did little to investigate quite other victims, but after CBS and ABC News ran TV reports, the case moved ahead. A man and a woman, both French St. Martin residents, were arrested Saturday, and more arrests are expected since then. Both French. The suspects' names were not released. The crimes suspected are grievous bodily harm and intended manslaughter, Stein said. 
The attack has caused some activists to question whether gay and lesbian travelers should visit the Caribbean. <laughs> oh, yeah, like there was ever any doubt, okay? Don't you get it? They don't want you there. Don't you understand? Anybody remember Cayman Islands? It wasn't Cayman Islands. It's Cayman Islands. They don't want your ass there, okay, or the rest of you either. God. It's time for Americans to reassess their relationship with islands such as Jamaica, Mon, St. Martin, and the Bahamas. Either they welcome us, all of us, or none of us. But these so-called paradises can no longer be playgrounds for heterosexuals and hunting grounds for homosexuals. National gay activist and Fort Lauderdale native Wayne Beeson recently wrote on his website blog. The last four weeks have been trying for Patricia Smith and her husband, Raymond, who live in Sandusky, Ohio, and didn't know their son was gay until he was nearly beaten to death. I had an idea, but I never, he never shared it with us. I felt he was waiting uh, to talk to us about it, she said. We love him dearly. Nothing can change that. We had a quick learning uh, curve, but we accept him as he is. He's a mess. Friends in New York and strangers in South Florida have reached out to Smith's parents and Swenson. About 150 friends, uh, friends attended a benefit Saturday night in New York City and raised about two grand to help with living expenses while Smith recuperates in South Florida. When members of South Florida's gay community heard that Smith was staying in Miami, they moved to help as well. Finance uh, writer and gay philanthropist Andrew Tobias loaned a vacant Lincoln Road apartment to Swenson, who got a job waiting tables at a cafeteria on Lincoln Road. Or is that the name of it? Cafeteria. Huh? It says oh. waiting tables at cafeteria on Lincoln Road. Cafeteria. I don't know. Right, that's right up your alley, not mine. Lincoln Road? Yeah. Sorry, Pops. I don't get down there. Just a joke. Ray Breslin and partner Patrick Pecoraro donated two units at the Mantel Plaza in Miami Beach for the Smith family to use for the first week, then discounted units for the rest of their stay. Don't go to the Caribbean, okay? If you're, no matter what you are, just don't go there unless you're a crazy person, okay? Unless you're a masochist. Lots and lots of narrow-minded, hateful, bigoted goofballs there. And I'm trying to be kind. Goofball. In fact, I apologize to all the goofballs for lumping you in. 901 votes already, man. We have got this licked. This is Neil Rogers. Welcome. This is 560 QAM. It's not just the one to two hour. It's a phenomenon. All right.
101 at 560 WQAM. Speaking of Kimba Bocamper, who's coming up at 2. Remember Kimba from Mazeda? Yeah, hey, Kimba. Uh-huh. Well, she sure uh, had a deep register, you know. Okay, yeah. Glenn in Danbury, Connecticut, faxes and says, in keeping with the leading vocator in today's pool, in the near future, they're going to allow cell phones usage on planes. That is correct. In fact, they're already testing it out. Amazing, though, on that Flight 93, how all the cell phone calls went right through, no problem at all. That's because it was important. Oh, is that what it is? Maybe the, maybe the Lord wanted to make sure they got in touch for one last uh, call. God was my operator. Because it doesn't work. But anyway, can you imagine sitting next to one of those loud a-holes, it says, says Glenn? They were at least going to have separate people uh, to separate people like the old smoking days, it says. Hopefully they'll put all the obnoxious talkers in the back of the plane. I know I'll be driving a lot more if they don't, says Glenn. But you better save up, Glenn, because they're going to be doing a lot more driving. It's going to cost you big time. Thank you again, Mr. President, for those low gas prices. You butcher, you. You liar, you idiot, you imbecile, you bozo. A lot of bozos running around. You know, didn't the original bozo die, the bozo the clown? Oh, he must have. Oh, yeah, quite a while ago. About a half an hour ago, at least. But there are a lot of bozo imitators out there, just like there's Eddie imitators, you know? There's only one bozo, and there's only one Eddie, right? Right. I looked on that thing. We had 911 votes a minute ago. 911, but now it's 920, thanks God. Nine-something. Uh, 921. They're pouring in by the ones. We got the 1,000. Look, Josh, relax. On your birthday, it would be embarrassing. Yes, it would. Not to get the 1,000 votes. That would be very, very bad. Wait till you hear this, speaking of radio going in the toilet. Wait, wait till you hear Did you see a clear channel side up, cheap channel? No. No. Oh, you are going to vomit. It's a good thing you didn't have, well, you didn't have the chili, did you? No, I didn't. I did. Oh, I mean, Josh came back, though. Josh had the chili, and I think he just got rid of it. Yeah, you're right about that. Oh, it's no. Boy, you got, I'm telling you, man, working at QAM is a real moving experience. Too bad Ma never had a chance to work at QAM. That probably would have solved her lifelong problem, you know what? Clear Channel Radio has announced that Whoopi Goldberg will join the company for a morning drive show, Wake Up with Whoopi. Set to launch on July 31. Wake up with Whoopi. I would, I'd rather wake up in a box with content focused on AC stations. The show will air live on weekday mornings from 5 to 9 a.m. nationwide. Oh, thank God it's not till after 10. How can we compete with that? Whoopi will offer listeners a blend of daily topics. It says Goldberg will offer listeners a daily blend of topics, comedy, listener call-ins, guests, and locally programmed music. It will be syndicated nationally through premier radio networks. Radio is an area I've always wanted to play in, says Whoopi. How about going and playing in traffic first is a better idea. There aren't many women helming their own show. I'm thrilled to add my name to that small list because I believe that we have something to add to the morning groove. Oh, God, groove this. Hey, you know, we could team her up with our own Goldberg and have a, uh, you know, Goldberg and Goldberg show. Hank and Whoopi. Hank making Whoopi. I doubt it. Or we could have Goldberg and Goldstein. Right. That's the thought. We got more than, uh, you know, more than enough Jews already, I think. The show could be called Good Morning to Jew. Whoopi is one of those rare artists whose appeal crosses all demographics. She's a natural on radio ads. Chief Channel President and CEO John Hogan, who couldn't drive his finger up his nose, says my friend Derek. Horse paid 22 bucks, Derek, and talked me off because John Hogan was driving, you goofball. I could probably be retired right now if I bet all the horses that people have talked me off all over the years. It should be no surprise that her demos have been outstanding. She's an incredibly accomplished actor, writer, producer, and humanitarian. Whoopi makes you laugh. I, I can't even look at her. Of course, I'm, I do think she's got an appearance for radio, like me. She makes you laugh, think, question, and celebrate all at the same time. She's exactly what adult contemporary radio needs for the morning drive, and we're incredibly fortunate to welcome her to this BS artist, John Hogan. Whoopi Goldberg. She is... And, of course, look at all the great women on radio now. Is it Sirius or XM? It's got Martha Stewart, and Sirius has got Lynn Samuels, that old maid. I mean, Dyke, I mean, Fag Hag. And who else? What other women are on here? Oprah. Guess, oh, and how you can forget Scare America, man. Right. With the goddess. Well, their numbers are dwindling. They're, they're just dropping like a rock. Don't forget Oprah. She's on the radio? Didn't she? Well, she has the channel of XM. 
Oh, that's right. Oh, that's the Oprah channel. I forgot. Oh, man, out of sight, out of mind. I can't believe that. Almost maybe want to play that bit Oprah giveaways. But I'll play it uh, later. I love that. Everybody gets a new liver. I like that. What's wrong with having a new liver? Nothing. Especially if it's got a little bacon and onions on it. I'll keep it in the fridge. I don't know whether I really want to go to Taco Bell again today, get my burrito supreme with no beans with nice sour cream on it, and smear that on my pasta. I know I am jonesing for my Greenfield pasta today. though. Well, that's good. Mm. Maybe I should get some of that. Remember you tell me about that um, cheese in a bottle? What do they call that? Cheese sauce. Right. Well, I, I did go out and get the Alfredo uh, sauce that one time, and it was very, very good. There's only one problem with that. It's got uh, a lot of carbs. They call fettuccine Alfredo. No, 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 no. Didn't have a lot of carbs. They call fettuccine Alfredo heart attack on a plate. Right. And I think because it's got so much cholesterol. Yeah. Is that what it is? Yes. Well, I, I would assume that the stuff you're talking about would be the same. But I'm sure. It does, I'm sound, sure it, is. it does sound awfully appealing to me, though. Man, it sounds really, really good. Hmm. House Speaker Denny. <laughs> oh, man. Why, why can't they make food with, like, uh, no calories and no nothing? Huh? Why can't they do that? No carbs, no calories. I like to eat. I eat all this bologna, you know. I don't know. The bologna's okay once in a great while. But all this BS. Oh, this is bad for you. And this is. And then they put this crap on there about how. You know, it's lately the chocolate stories. Every couple of days, I think Ray Nagin's got his finger in that. Every few days, the, the Talking Head Network's got another story about, oh, well, chocolate is really good for you. And if you have like one, you know, like one dark chocolate, like one teeny tiny uh, truffle or some crap, well, who the hell's going to eat one? Right. Do you ever get those score bites? No. You never got those? No, I've seen you know how they how they have all these little uh, bite-sized pieces of different candy bars in bags, you know, plastic bags. Right. Well, they have score bites. Mm. I guess you're not a big score fan, huh? I, I love score, but you know. Mm. Well, score bites are the candy. Bites. I'm telling you, man. Now what that was? I just said, oh yeah. So open that up and eat one. Just keep it in the fridge and eat one every day for the. I mean, who's who can do that? Right. Right. Who can eat one of those? House Speaker Denny Hastert signaled he may oppose the White House's selection of General Michael Hayden to run the CIA, according to a story posted at Time.com yesterday. The Speaker believes they should not have a military person leading the CIA, civilian agency. Hastert's communication director, Ron Bongin, told Time. I wonder if he's kin, kin to Roger Dangin, the jockey, or Jean Valjean from Less Miserables. I used to think that was the name of that uh, book, Less Miserable. Yeah, well, when you don't speak French. Well, who the hell wants to, anyway? A bunch of frogs. Oh, God. Jean was confirming the tone of comments Hastert made an appearance in Aurora, Illinois, which Hastert praised Porter Michigas and said moving Hayden to CIA smacked of a power grab by Negroponte. See, that's where it's at. That's correct. Adding that Negroponte had visited Hastert's office last week, not knowing any problems with Michigas. Hastert had been one of Porter Michigas' closest friends on Capitol Hill. By contrast, he said yesterday he didn't know Hayden and what the general, and that he never paid him a visit. Oh, yeah, maybe the general will pay him a visit. Like maybe Luca Brasi, or maybe, uh, you know, who, who, uh, what's his name? Uh, Neary. Al Neary's going to pay him a visit. Right. Going to pay the uh, Archbishop a visit. How about Archbishop Marcinkus? He was the one that, uh, I think he was the one they found. No, no, was he the one that uh, was found hanging? Oh, I can't remember. When they uncovered the Vatican Bank. You know, he was the Archbishop in Chicago, I believe. I can't remember the name of the guy that they found hanging. Uh, and then come to find out it wasn't a suicide. I saw a whole show on that. It was a murder. It was a murder. He was, he was the Vatican banker, who not only was the banker for Il Vaticano, but also for uh, La Mafia, a lot of mafiosi types in Sicily. I think I would like to go to Sicily, wouldn't you? Absolutely. To Palermo, or maybe to Corleone. Sounds so schmalsy. I'm going to go out and get a lot of Godfather music today. Our new format starts tomorrow. All the Godfather, all the time. Start the show by saying, where the hell is it? Oh, look at that. You got me so whipped up, I did the same thing again. Knocked it down to uh, audition. Mama!
Mamma mia! Well, you know, I get very excited about The Godfather. I don't know about you, but I get all whipped up about it. What are you going to do? Nice college boy. They want to get mixed up in the family business? Huh? Now you want to gun down a police captain because he slapped you in the face a little bit? Huh? What do you think? This is the army where you shoot them a mile away? you got to get them close like this. Bada bing! You blow their brains all over your nice cyber league suit. Come in. Mwah! You're taking this very person. That aside, let me say that I swear on the soul of my grandchildren that I will not be the one to break the peace we've made here today. Nice job, Marlon. Get that cotton batten out of your mouth. I like Joseph Cotton. He was a great actor, but Cotton Batten. Why, why do they call it Cotton Batten? Did you ever hear that expression? No. Why do they call it Cotton Mather? No, no, seriously. Cotton Batten. You never heard that? Yeah, I've heard it. I have no oh. idea what it means. That's an old time thing. It's for old farts. That's what they call cotton. I don't know. I'm not talking about like cotton picking, like on a plantation. I'm talking about like big wads of cotton, like you find in like uh, pill bottles and stuff. Yeah. My mother used to call it Cotton Batten. I, I, who the hell knows? I, I think she made up half of the crap she used to talk Probably. about. Probably. Ever had cotton gin? Like a lot of the uh, Yiddish words, I think. I think she made them up. 934 votes on the poll. I think we got a pretty damn good shot to get to that thousand if you people get off your duff, okay? Get off your duff and hop on it. And the poll, too. Duff's got a real surprise for Josh at the end of the show for Josh's birthday. What's the rudest thing people do? Cell phone abuse, 221. It's annoying. Want to take that phone out of their hands and smash it. <laughs> Cutting in line, 138. Speaking in Spanish, uh, 120 out there in public in an English-speaking uh, community like South Florida. No pique de pane, no pique de pane, okay? Habla inglés. Peeing on the toilet seat, 119. Driving slow in the left lane in a passing lane, 59, especially on the highway. Or like on university, any, you know. Farting in public, 45. Stealing parking spots, 42. Flaunting their wealth, 40. I hate this poll, 39. Uh, being, what is it? Being loud while people are sleeping, 38. People who don't return phone calls like Greg Reed, 34. Tailgaters, 22. Picking your nose in public, 13. Uh, stealing food off someone's plate, 3. And burping in public still has the same 3 it's had since uh, I sat down here this morning. It's got 3, 940. So I guess people, if you want to have a good time, just go out there and belch your guts out. Because nobody seems to be offended by it. Right? Right. In fact, that could be part of the new format, too. We can't do anything else. But so far, we haven't gotten Joyce done belching yet. Uh, yet. I said so far, you know. Although once that bitch finds out about it. Don't forget, 2.45 this afternoon, we're filing, filing a class action $83 trillion lawsuit against Joyce Pitch. That skinny-ass bitch. Hey, if you love going out in the, uh, on the water and you want to get yourself a boat, here's the smart way to do it. Don't waste a lot of money buying it and then get involved in all the headaches that go along with owning a boat. Do the smart thing and call Club Nautico at 1-800-BOAT-RENT. Call them right now. Why pay the expenses of boat ownership when you can rent one totally hassle-free? Because they take all the hassles out of it. They do all the work for you. Join the club at Club Nautico. Call 1-800-BOAT-RENT. You'll be amazed at just how easy they make it all for you. There are no docking costs, no expensive upkeep, no insurance, or, God forbid, that, of course, is... Oh, God! No hurricane preparation. With a boat from Club Nautico, it's totally stress-free and truly affordable, too. This is for smart people. Call 1-800-BOAT-RENT. No getting the boat ready because Club Nautico does it for you. No cleaning up either. Guess what? They do that, too. At Club Nautico, just hop on your boat, go have a swell time, and when you're done, pull into the dock, get off and leave, and go have a wild time. It's that simple. Club Nautico, call 1-800-BOAT-RENT from unlimited boating to pay-as-you-go small boats to yacht charters. It's Club Nautico. Call 1-800-BOAT-RENT. Let Club Nautico tailor a plan to fit exactly what you'll be looking for and your budget, too. Get on the water of the day the smart way with Club Nautico by calling one 800 Boat rent. This is Neil Rogers. Go, 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 go. This is 560 QAM. 
Marlins fans. It's the 2006 QAM Mercedes-Benz Grand Slam inning contest. If a Marlins player hits a Grand Slam in the fifth inning, you could win a two-year lease of a Mercedes-Benz C230. For more information and to enter, log on to WQAM.com today. The 2006 Mercedes-Benz Grand Slam inning contest from Sports Radio 560 QAM. Drugs are good, guys. Okay. Way down in Jamaica in the Caribbean, they got the best herb that you ever seen. Ask anybody in that neighborhood. They tell you this the country where the country be good. But dirty man. Ask a man, ask some he want to sell. And from a mile away, you can detect the smell of smoke. Smoke, ganja, smoke, smoke. He light up the spliff and talk. You fairy. Smoke, ganja, smoke, smoke. Smoke, ganja, smoke, smoke. The ganja be good. You can carry lots of herb in the gunny sack. Smoke it every day until your lungs turn black. With all the money that we have made, Jamaica doesn't need any foreign aid. American tourists come here and say, got nothing like this in the USA. They smoke, smoke, ganja, smoke, smoke. They light up the spliff and talk. They begin to cough and choke. Smoke, ganja, smoke, smoke. The ganja be good. Absolutely. Mama tell her son you are an awesome man. You like to smoke the giant slip whenever you can. Many people coming here from miles around. To buy the herb for you, buy the ounce and the pound. I think you add. Rastaman say to her, Mama, you're right. The ganja be good tonight, and then they smoke, smoke, ganja, smoke, smoke. Oi, 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 oi. They light up the spliff and choke, smoke, ganja, smoke, 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 ganja, smoke, smoke. Oh! The ganja be good. Incredible. Come on. 21 past 1, man. Ah. 961 votes. We got that 1,000 licked, you know? All right. It's quite an accomplishment if you ask me. Yeah, right. you know, see, you're just, you just, I don't know. What? Very oh. hard to, like, impress you. You're just uh, hard at Well, no, it's impressive. I just don't care. No, you're supposed to care. You're supposed No, let me say it again. You're supposed to pretend that you care. I don't oh, care Oh, hey, well, oh, I couldn't give a crap less. It's just, it's something to shoot for, you know? Yeah, what I got something else to shoot for, but. What was the guy's name on the subway? Oh, Bernie up. Getz. Right. He had something to shoot for. He said, here's another one for you. First, there was Clinton-Gore. Could Clinton versus Gore be next? Asked uh, the Wall Street Journal online, that right-wing Wall Street Journal. For former Vice President Al Gore, a rash affair. Where, where's that uh, Gore thing, man? That is so, that's about the only time he even uh, acted like he was alive. Oh. How dare they drag the good name of the United States of America through the mud of Saddam Hussein's court.
Archer present. Abu Gareb. Had a boy, Al. I'll see if he just maintains that level of enthusiasm and excitement and being alive. He'd have a pretty good shot, I think. I, I, I'd like him instead as opposed to Hillary. Because we know he could win an election. He already won in 2000, just they stole it from him. But at least we know that. You don't like that? I like it. Well, give me another name. I mean, who else would he like? Howard Dean ain't going to get it. They're not going to nominate him. Well, give me a name. Barack well, Obama? Yeah, how, how right. about this ticket? How about Al Gore as uh, president and Barack Obama as his running mate? No, you know, see, if we can't have Howard Dean, then what's the point? Well, what, what does that do? mean? Dean can be like Secretary of Yelling or something. He can be in the yeah. cabinet. Huh? Yeah. He can be like Secretary of State. I just, I, I don't see any hope for the future. That's, that's uh, what I'm trying to get at. Well, if that's the case... Would you listen to me? Perform. Well, yeah, but we got Stephen Harper, man. You think you got problems? We also got an idiot. Although at least he's not. Uh, not only is he not illiterate, he speaks French as well, rather fluently. I'm afraid to say. For former Vice President Al Gore, a rash of favorable publicity surrounding this month's opening of his movie, *An Inconvenient Truth*, and the growing political resonance of its subject, global warming, are stoking the most serious speculation about a Gore political comeback since his loss or his alleged loss in the 2000 U.S. presidential election. I still can't get the vision out of my mind from Fahrenheit 9/11 of him gabbling uh, down all of those black Congress people. Mm -hmm. Remember that? Yeah, it was sad. Maxine Waters and all those other people are shutting them down. Made me want to John cry. Conyers. Huh? Made me want to cry. In 2000, and of course, keep in mind, where was uh, Ted Kennedy? Where was uh, Chris Dodd? Where was John Kerry? Say Howdy. All of these people. Evidently, they must have been out to lunch. When they needed just one senator to sign that resolution, they couldn't find one. Solamente uno. That's all they needed. Couldn't find one. In 2008, it could mean a once unimaginable battle for Democrats' nomination between Bill Clinton's former vice president and his wife, Swillery. To some pro-war Democrats worried about Ms. Clinton's electability, that's part of the appeal. Yeah, he already proved he can win a presidential election. Her, it's like, I don't know, a lot of people ain't too crazy. But in addition to which, she's such a, uh, you know, all over the place yeah. now. Such a political butterfly. I appreciate that buzz, but he's not running for president, insists Michael Feldman, a former advisor who's helping promote the film and Mr. Gore's new book on which it's based. He's been spending a considerable amount of time trying to educate people on the issue of global warming. And, of course, don't forget he also invented the Internet's. The demurals aren't persuasive to some Democrats, including former Clinton-Gore White House insiders. I know he's thinking about it. I know for a fact, the former advisor says, he's talked about people about the pros and cons. And we sure got plenty of cons in this administration. Among those said to be pushing Mr. Gore are billionaire venture capitalist and high-tech entrepreneur John Doerr and Lori David, a global warming activist and producer of the film and wife of Seinfeld uh, and Kirby Enthusiasm creator Larry David, who's probably a full brother to Morgan David. And don't forget do, 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 do. Howard David. Did, did, did. When people see this movie, I know they're going to see the real Al Gore. They're going to demand that he run, Miss David says. But, she adds, he changes the subject whenever that comes up. Has to be talked into making the movie when she pitched it. Well, yeah, I, I think that's it. I think that's the answer to his Gore and the Barack Obama. Why, why were you so sour on that? I thought you would be uh, jumping oh, up and down I, like a no, Mexican jumping idea, in but, heat uh, on, on uppers. They're going to fix it again or they'll do something and... Gore's How are they going to fix it? You tell me it's going to be close enough for them to fix it? Are the American people really that stupid? Oh, sorry, bad question. Maybe it was just a rhetorical question. I'm almost tempted to take another call this hour, but you know what? What? I won't. Why spoil a good thing? You know, today today has been as close to pristine as this show can ever get. Remember pristine with um, John Stockwell? Right. What a car. What was it again? Was it Plymouth? Dodge Charger? What was that? Plymouth. Plymouth. Something or other. Fury. Okay, that sounds right. Was it Plymouth Fury? I think it was. I don't know. 970 votes, man. We got the 1,000 votes in the bag. It's in the sack. You can almost smell it spilling over. It's in the sack. Speaking of sack. Thing that, that 
we're trying to figure out. Oh, yeah. There he is. Hermann Gary Rumsfeld. I, I want, want one thing for him to answer, okay? I just have one question. Whatever happened with that big investigation about the... Amtrak. Oh, yeah. Remember yeah, that? Uh-huh. And, of course, how come he owns so much of that stock in, uh, in the company that makes Tamiflu? He's starting up again. With all this bird flu crap. And didn't he also own a whole lot of bear stock, too, that makes Cipro? Yeah. Yeah. Just a coincidence, of course. These grave robbers, they're raping you, man. You people should be bleeding. You should have blood running down your legs. You should have varicose veins. And the public sits back, bada beep, bada boop. And what about that uh, rape at Duke? And what about the uh, chick from Aruba? And what about Tubby and his tuba? And, and boy, am I a booba, huh? Ignoramus. I was, I was thinking about Bush during the break for some story. I guess there was a story on there. Ignoramus. Although, mm -hmm. generally, with the word ignoramus, you think of somebody who's so stupid so, uh, that, that they're like, Ineffectual, they're harmless. They couldn't possibly be the malignant butcher that he is. 27 after 1 at 560 WQM. If you're a cigar smoker, you'd like to kick back with a good premium brand, then Bahia Cigars by Tony Berhani is for you. These hard-to-find cigars are made with first-grade tobacco, processed and aged up to 10 years, or as they say here, processed. Bahia is a real boutique cigar maker specializing in small-batch, hard-to-find tobacco. Bahia Gold, the flagship line, gets a 91 rating by Cigar Aficionado Cigar Insider and 9.1 by Smoke Magazine. This rich-flavored, well-balanced, full-bodied Nicaraguan cigar has earthy hints of dark roast coffee, chocolate, spice, and pepper flavors. Also be sure to try the Bahia Deseo, the hottest-released cigar in the last 10 months. This one gets a high rating of 91 by Cigar Aficionado Cigar Insider. A powerful cigar with complex notes of leather, earth, and pepper. It'll knock your socks off. The finish is long and full-bodied with additional spice and a note of charred wood. For a South Florida tobacconist nearby you, log on to BahiaCigars.com or call toll-free 1-800-35-BAHIA. That's 1-800-35-B-A-H-I-A. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. Neil Rogers. God, what the hell does that mean? Every time they see that we're lacking in the polls, they provide a headline that will lead you by the nose. Who say they said is the one to get? Now they have only one. Don't worry about Sudan, we got em. Now we're all pumping and saying, we got em. We won't attack us no more, we got em. Praise the Shrek Jesus. Who say 9-11 is what they got you to believe? Can't get any dumber than a one-party country. You believe what they say, like the gods and the mortals, they use a stay for their corporate truth. For the election of, we got them. Push 
have more dead and uh, 15 injured in another uh, suicide bombing in Tel Afar in Iraq. Just That's just in. Yeah. Well, Hermann Gehring Rumsfeld is going, but a beep, but a boop. Iran's capabilities in the tent. That's what I'm asking. You bet, yeah. 133, 2702. We got Kimba Bo coming along at two. He's going to be riding in on that moo cow from that sits out in front of University Dodge. I used to be in front of Dan Dowd's there on 441 at Lauderhill until the neighborhood changed. That that was a crappy place. You were trying to tell me one time it was a good restaurant and a good. Uh, they had oh that was awful. That what was? Dan Dowd's. I've never been there. Well, you won't now because it's out of business many, many years, but that was that was weak. And they also used to have, like, a meat market there, too. That's why they had the big moo cow out in front. In fact, I think that's where they got some of the meat from. I see. It sucked. And across the street, though, used to be uh, much better was, uh, what was the steakhouse? Chuck's. Chuck's was good. You never ate at Chuck's? Not that I can recall. They had those good pansy drinks there, you know, like them tropical drinks, and they had really good steak. In it. Oh, with the umbrellas yeah. in them? Yeah. Oh, exactly. Them little umbrellas, like you were in Hawaii. That's the next place. After you finish all your European touring, they'll go to Hawaii. I might go Stay there. Stay in Waikiki. Neil Young's new album. I, I, I'm going to go out and get it today. I guess I just I can't. Uh, I just got to do it. You should. And we'll play it over. And in fact, that, that we should take a poll out. Would you rather hear The Godfather or Neil Young and all his anti-war and anti-Bush uh, music? Neil Young's new album, Living with War, might not trigger the downfall of U.S. President George W. Bush, but it has served to sort out any lingering confusion about the legendary singer's nationality. This is in this morning's Toronto Star, by the way. So there's a little bit of a slant on it. A. A Canadian calling for the impeachment of U.S. President will tend to do that. Young, born in Toronto and raised in Winnipeg, is a Canadian. This will not come as news to anyone on this side of the border, where the 60-year-old tunesmith is revered as one of Canada's greatest musical sons, although he ain't certainly no uh, uh, Burton Cummings or Anne Murray. Or Avril Lavigne. But the distinction is sometimes lost down south, where if you believe long-held conventional wisdom, it's assumed that Young, who has lived in the U.S. for 40 years without taking citizenship, is an American. But he's not. The album, which arrives in stores today, see, i got to go out and get it, uh-huh. has provoked a flood of commentary outside the usual music press circles, much of it focused on whether Young is even entitled to have an opinion about the commander-in-chief. Neil Young is not a U.S. citizen. He's Canadian, protests the online edition of the right-wing weekly The National Review. He can't even vote. He's been in America for 40 years. He's never bothered to take out citizenship. And this interloper from the land of the Moose and Mounties is telling us to impeach our president for goodness sake. If it's not Mexican fence jumpers trying to dictate legislation to us, it's fur trappers from the wilds of Ontario insulting our head of state. Fur trappers from the wilds of Ontario. <laughs> That's nice. <laughs> Good work. Wow. Can fur trappers on a crapper. Sounds like something to be sung by a... Rapper? Right. On Fox News, host Mike Gallagher complained, Neil Young is rich and famous because the country he's trashing made him so. Wouldn't his words carry a little more clout if he bothered to become a citizen of the country that made him rich and famous? Another Fox right-wing commentator, the unctuous John Gibson, accused Young of disrespecting the memory of 9-11. Gibson suggested, uh, wait a minute, is there something missing here from this? Uh-oh. Yeah, there's, oh. something mi- huh? no, there's something missing from this story. Okay. Anyway, Young made waves by offering a positive assessment of then-President Ronald Reagan. Disillusioned, though, many liberals by this revelation. Few, if any, suggest that Young's citizenship disqualified him from voicing an opinion. Conservatives, for the most part, were delighted. The irony is that while Young might not technically qualify as a U.S. citizen, Living with War is written from an entirely American perspective. The album's criticisms of the government policy are framed by the assumption that America is fundamentally good, freedom-loving nation, being led astray by corrupt, misguided leadership. The concluding track, after all, is an irony-free rendition of America the Beautiful. Oh, specious sky. How's that go? Tracks from the disc will serve as a focal point for the Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young track that stops at the Air Canada Center on the 10th of July. Even the name of the tour, Freedom of Speech 06, has a decidedly American ring. 
Oh, I remember that, freedom of speech. In any case, living with war isn't nearly as incendiary as Steve Earle's 2002 powder keg Jerusalem flung directly under the teeth of 9-11's highly patriotic aftermath, or his 2004 follow-up, The Revolution Starts Now. Many of the same pundits also slammed Earl, especially for his sociologically empathetic portrait of Taliban conscript John Walker Lind. He's probably full brother to Paul Lind. But there's a world of difference. Earl, who's unabashedly identified himself as a Marxist, is calling for revolution. And looking for a leader, by contrast, Young floats the less than radical assertion that maybe Colin Powell would be a better president than Bush. Oh, yeah, that's sellout Colin Powell. Like I said, I don't know if I want to buy this album. Remember, he was holding up that, uh, with all that anthrax and all the chemical weapons. Uh, yeah, right. Yeah. Sold out, Colin. The political climate is different now, too. It says, with Bush's approval rating slithering 31%. Young isn't the only U.S. resident contemplating impeachment. The thought has probably crossed the mind of the odd Republican. Judging by Bush's plummeting popularity, even among conservatives, this enchantment with the administration runs deep. This river runs deep. A river runs through it. What, what movie was that? Was that the one with Brad Pitt? The river yes, runs it was. through it? Not and Craig Sheffer? Right. And they, he was a fisherman? That's right. And he died. How sad. He looked pretty good in that movie. He didn't have all those craters in his face like he does now. In that sense, the political views expressed on living with war are more mainstream than right-wing commentators let on. It's easier to dismiss the messenger as an unworthy interloper than deal with how widely the disillusionment is shared. Besides, it isn't as if Young eagerly sought the mantle of national conscience. I was waiting for someone to come along, some young singer, 18 to 22, to write these songs and stand up, Young told the L.A. Times. I waited a long time. Then I decided that maybe the generation that had to do this is still the 60s generation, or maybe in the spirit of free trade, the job just fell to a Canadian, eh? That's what it says here in the Toronto Star. Well, I'm a little carried away. Well, maybe they got a good point there, huh? After all, it was yeah. Jean Chrétien who said that frog that Bush was an idiot, a moron. <gasps> what a giveaway. Yeah, he was one of the first to actually not only be onto it, but actually have the balls to say it. You go, Froggy. That's who we need back in there is that frog Jean Chrétien. Even though he talked out of the side of his mouth, most politicians do anyway, right? Oh, oh, oh. In fact, most of them talk out of both sides of their mouth. At least, you know, talked out of one. Anybody have any idea what I'm talking about today? No. Good, because that makes a whole bunch of us. I couldn't care less. I'm having a stellar time, and it's almost, we're almost done. 992, man. What did I tell you? 992 on Josh's birthday. We're going to get that 1,000 real easy, and I think they're doing it for you. Yes, they are. I wouldn't be surprised if there's a whole bunch of gifts waiting for you lined up outside the studio when we get to 2 o'clock. Saying, happy birthday, Josh. In fact, I wouldn't be surprised if Zach brings you something special. You know that Zach guy? Yeah. Blue color. Huh? Yeah, I remember Probably be wrapped in a really colorful box. Probably pink. Really? With a bow. Fairy. Hey, Zach. I kick your ass. 20 before 2 at 560 WQM. Kim Bocamper at 2. Jim Mandich at 4. What more could any Amer red-blooded American want, huh? Real, real red-blooded sports talk. And they'll probably be talking a lot about yeah. that horrible game last night. They sure won't be talking about the fact the Sabres kicked Ottawa again 2-1 right there in Ottawa and lead the series 2 nothing, Or that Carolina. Nothing could be finer than Jersey getting beat out by Carolina. Nice going, boys. You know, being outdoors a lot in South Florida, we really need comfortable shoes, so we want you to take your Tootsies right over to Brandy Shoes in Pompano Beach. They carry all the top names in the shoe business. No off-brands that nobody ever heard of before. They got Floorsheim and Mephisto and Echo and Rockport, Hush Puppies, even New Balance, which are so sensational, and tons of all the other big-name brands in all sizes for men and women. They even carry wide widths and hard-to-find sizes for those of you with really freaky feet. Brandy Shoes is the largest independent shoe retailer in all of South Florida. And when you see the fabulous selection and value you get at Brandy's, you understand why I've been raving about them for a very, very long time. Go talk to our good buddy Arnie, and he'll make sure you get the right shoe. Uh, uh, I almost did that again. <laughs> I started. I, I just yeah. said, the, yeah, I did that uh -huh. once before, but I didn't get the whole word out. The right fitting shoe. When you say that, right fitting shoes, man, it's like a trap. The right fitting shoes. The right. Sh uh, uh, see, that, that was a good. That was a good comeback there. Even a woodbine, I never made a comeback like that. Didn't crack the. Like I said, Arnie, will take care of you. 
Brandy's isn't like those department stores where you have to wait for everybody to get weighted on. Then after you finally pick out a style, you say, hey, these look pretty good. They say, oh, don't have that in your size. Get out of here. The only thing they do do at Brandy's is shoes. That also begins with an SH. You never have to worry about size, selection, or service. Brandy's shoes at 1290 North Federal Highway in Pompano Beach between Atlantic and Copas on the east side. You can't miss it. Open every day of the week for your shopping convenience, Monday through Saturday till 9 and every Sunday till 5. It's a great time this week to buy floor shimes at Brandy's. Take 10 to 30 bucks off on selected men's styles of floor shimes this week. So be sure to get your butt into Brandy's or do your shoe shopping right by sitting there on your ass online at brandyshoes.com. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. You say? Rectum. Oh, when a very lovely lady sat next to mine When she got up to eat, she asked if I would hold her sight I was more than happy to, and now there's more I'd like to do I want to kiss her, but she won't let me I want to whisper sweet nothings in her ear. I want to hold her behind closed doors and more. I want to kiss her, but she won't let me. When she returned, she said she was an actress. She showed me an album of pictures of her opening, which she'd been sitting on. She seemed as sweet as she could be, but I could clearly see. She was the kind of girl who stole men's hearts and wrecked them. I want to kiss her, but she won't let me. I want to hold her behind closed doors and more. I want to kiss her, but she won't let me. Well, I'll never forget that train ride down to Austin. We shared a seat and we shared our tales. But as my heart tries to leave her behind, regrets are all I find. Cause I'd hope I'd get that girl in the end. I want to kiss her, but Absolutely. she won't let me. I want to whisper sweet nothing. I want to hold her behind Closed doors and more I want to kiss her but Oh! I want to kiss her but I want to kiss her but Oh! She won't let me 
1006 votes on the pole, baby. Piece of cake. What'd I tell you? No problem at all. I like uh, lemon meringue pie. Oh, I do like cake. lemon meringue pie. I like Boston mm-hmm. cream pie. Yeah. i tell you one kind of pie I'm not too crazy about, and that's German chocolate pie. And you want to know why? Coconut, man. It's got coconut on it. Shredded nasty coconut. Yeah. What what else coconut do it on a pie? Ooh, fooey. Fat. Thousand six votes on the poll. Thank you so very much for uh, making Josh feel like uh, almost a human being. Because if we wouldn't have gotten a thousand day, he would have taken it personal. Probably because you only put those nine stories on our website. That's right. Well, it's my fault if I would have sent you like 90. Look, it's not your fault, man. It was a good thing to do. It was a nice thing. It was a genteel thing to do. That's right. Plus, I, I really thought that I put a lot more on there than that. So just just consider itself a, a, a gift, a gift from above. America may be the world's superpower, but its survival rate for newborn babies ranks near the bottom among modern nations better only than Latvia. Oh, that'll teach you, you Latvians. How do you like that? Among 33 industrialized nations, the U.S. is tied with Hungary, Malta, Poland, and Slovakia, with a death rate of nearly 5 per 1,000 babies, according to a new report. Latvia's rate is 6 per 1,000, so we just edged them out. We're the wealthiest country in the world, but there are still pockets of our population not getting the health care they need, said Mary Beth Powers, a reproductive health advisor for the U.S.-based Save the Children, which compiled the rankings based on health data from countries and agencies worldwide. The U.S. ranking is driven partly by racial and income health care disparities. Among U.S. blacks, there are nine deaths per thousand live births, closer to rates in developing nations than those in the industrialized world. Every time I see these kind of stats, I'm always amazed to see where the U.S. is because we're a country that prides itself on having such advanced medical care and developing new technology and new approaches to treating illnesses. But at the same time, not everybody has access to those new technologies, said Dr. Mark Schuster, a RAND company researcher and pediatrician with the University of California, L.A. In the analyzation of global infant mortality, Japan had the lowest newborn death rate, 1.8 per thousand. You hear that? I heard it. And four countries tied for second place with only two per thousand, the Czech Republic, Finland, Iceland, and Norway. Uh-huh. Still, it's the impoverished nations that feel the full brunt of infant mortality since they, they account for 99% of the four million annual deaths of babies in the first month. Only about 16,000 of those are in the U.S. The highest rates globally were in Africa and South Asia, with a newborn rate of 65 out of 1,000 live births. Death rate. Liberia ranked the worst. Oh, brother. Don't tell Charlie Taylor that. He'll never drive again at Northfield Downs if you tell him that. Now, I just got a very official from the State Department. I've been waiting for this announcement. Joyce Fitch has been added to the list of evildoers. You know, it was Iraq, right. Iran, and North Korea. Fun. She has been added officially. Joyce Fitch, the bitch, it says right on here on the facts, has been uh, officially added by the U.S. State Department to the list of evildoers. So, Joyce, if you're listening, govern yourself accordingly because I think, uh, you know, I'd be real, real nervous next time I sat on the throne. You know, in the James Bond movie, they had those ex- exploding turlets. That's right. Watch out, Joyce. That's right. It'll be coming, as Rick Riley would say, right back at you if he was on the air, which, of course, he's not. And that's probably your fault. Yeah. I mean, Suds, Suds, you talk up a lot, and we love him, and he's, you know, we like him a lot. But you never talk up Rick. Like, how come they don't hire Rick and Suds, you know? Or even how come not Suds and Rick? I've said that. Yeah. And you think they're going to hire Suds and Rick? I'll tell you the answer right now. No. 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 They will not. You want to know why? Because they don't talk about sports. Sports. 153 at 560 WQM. South Florida is famous for its trade shows. There's boat shows, car shows, bridal shows, home shows, art fairs galore, and all kinds of shows. Now, if you're a trade show exhibitor, the only need you need, uh, need to know is PubSet. PubSet creates the absolute top of line attention grabbing steel customers from the competition trade show displays. Call 954 772 7275 right now, and PubSet will get you all set for success. Because when it comes to design, printing, posters, banners, especially trade show displays, PubSet's been doing the very best in town for 14 years. Nobody does it better. 
Call 954-772-7275. Write it down. PubSet at 954-772-7275. From design to setup, PubSet can handle all your trade show needs. And rest assured, PubSet will separate you from all the competition. Don't look second rate because you only get one chance to look great. PubSet is the smart way, the professional way to go. Call 954-772-7275 or go to PubSetSF.com online. For top-notch design, trade show graphics, and displays, PubSet's the way to go. In fact, not only look for their picture on the building along Dixie Highway, just north of Commercial, you can check out the PubSet display for Neil Rogers' show on our website, right at the bottom of our website. Way scroll down, into, way below uh, Ann Coulter and all those other glam. Done by PubSet for us. Call PubSet today, 954-772-7275. This is Neil Rogers. This is 562 AM. Neil, God. I believe that we have in my future. If I keep carrying on this way If I said I'm sober, it was just a lie I am so freaking high But it is easier than go to a meeting And say, hi, my name is with me I started long ago Smoke some pine and did a little blow. Heroin and LSD. Angel dust and some peyote. Love crystal meth and ecstasy. Lying if I say that I'm drunk free. Airport security. They found some pot on me. You'll find the greatest drugs that are all inside of me. Absolutely. Bye, bye, bye.